This week on the BAMCast, one undercover agent, two sides of the law, three seconds to impact. One star is my number two now. All right, welcome to the BAMCast. Hey, BAMCast. Episode 207. Numbers. Yeah. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is the last episode of 2013. So what we do each and every week is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Mm-hmm. And then we come in here and talk about it for the first half. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. You get one to five Jacksons and robot jocks. Yay! And bad bad movies doesn't stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags as in douchebags after Twilight. Boo. 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 So, random listener suggestion... Um, I don't know why out of the hundreds we have, we picked this one, but we did, mostly because of the cast. Cast. Mm-hmm. We did uh, 2000's Cutaway, starring Tom Berenger, Stephen Baldwin, and Dennis Rodman, some of which we can claim for the Bamcast's own. Stephen uh, Baldwin? Yeah, definitely All of them Stephen now. Baldwin. Uh, but, you yeah. know. I think as far as I know, Stephen Baldwin's the only one that's been in a movie that you guys watched, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, Casper Van Dien. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Casper Van Dien. Yes. How, how, why is he not Silver. on the box? He's on the back of the box. Mm-hmm. Eh. He's not in the movie that much. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, let's get a wonderful, wonderfully written plot summary <laughs> yes. out of the way for Cutaway. My mm-hmm. favorite plot summary. The successful undercover agent, Victor Cooper, is assigned for his ninth mission to find how the loadings of drugs is being brought into Miami. He suspects that the drug is coming through the air and joins a team of skydiving under the leadership of Redline, a, fan, a fanatic and, a fanatic and considered the athlete number one in this sport in the world due to his profile of winner... <laughs> I love it! Vic gets involved with the group as he disconnects... Hmm. From his position of <laughs> infiltrated agent, connecting him with the team. <laughs> I love that nobody saw the air quotes you just did, except no. us. I know. So, well, in the live stream, yeah, of course. Yeah. But that guy who's watching. Uh, so, yeah, it's a skydiving movie. Boy, is it. <sighs> it is more really? a skydiving movie than a cop stuff in a drug ring movie. Yes. By a lot. By 99%. Like, it's almost to the point where they may have had a movie that wasn't that and then said, we kind of need a first act and a third act, don't we? Yeah, how do we, why so do we they, make the it, people skydive? They can't yeah. just win nationals. They had to win the nationals. That's all. No. So you're saying this should have just been step up to the skies? Yeah. Could have been. Mm. I think maybe they tested mm. it and people were like, nah. It wasn't time. Nah. It wasn't, they weren't ready for that. Someone was like, why can't this be more like Point Break? Yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah, let's put some Point Break yeah. in it. <laughs> yeah, this is Point Break with skydiving. More skydiving. Lots they're sky- of skydiving. Because they're skydiving in Point Break. Mm-hmm. This is just skydiving, not yeah, the, all the other Yeah, this is like if Point stuff. Break was all skydiving. Well, yeah. Point Break was a, a gang of surfers who also happened to do other extreme things. Yes. Right. This is a gang of skydivers that only happen to also only skydive. But they're also not even a gang. They're just mm, homeless yeah. skydivers. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, live in a commune and living skydive. off the grid, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's paint the picture here because Stephen Baldwin is the is the cop, the undercover yeah. agent, and mm-hmm. and the movie opens with a awesome computer screen where we get to see all of his aliases that he's had undercover, mm-hmm. and then and then his psych profile that basically he gets a little too into his undercover work. He's obsessed and, with and winning. Yeah, he's obsessed with winning. Blah blah blah. Pathologically obsessed. And someone types in a super secret password that puts him back on the force. Mm-hmm. 
And the computer's like, are you sure you want yeah. to do that? Are you sure? Warning, <laughs> this agent is trouble. I'm afraid I can't do that, yeah. Ron Silver. Yeah. But, but Ron Silver's like, yep, I need this guy. Well, we assume it's Ron Silver. Ron Silver is like his partner and his boss, it appears. Yeah. I, his, I, don't I think know. it's Part his handler. Boss. Handler? Okay, yeah. Sure. They're probably on the same level, but you know, like Busey was to Keanu. Right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But didn't he specifically say towards the end, I'm your partner? He did. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so this this opens with them busting a cargo plane at the airport, and S- Stephen Baldwin has Amish beard. He's undercover. He does. As and Amish pilot. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the credits happen over this plane landing, which is one of the many scenes that's just long, long, boring shots of plane landing. Mm-hmm. But it's like dusk, and then it lands, and it's pitch black night. Yeah. And they land, they raid the plane, grab the lady who was piloting it, and cut open the bags, and it's nothing but shrimp. Shrimps. Shrimps. And they were expecting drugs. Yes. There are no drugs. No drugs. Off screen, they've stripped the lady down to her underwear. Yeah. Um, Which was a smart move. Sure. Approved. Because she works out. Yeah. That lady had abs. (laughs) She did have abs. Mm -hmm. She had lots of abs. She had like more abs than normal. Like she had implanted abs. Extra abs. 10 or 12 hanging out. Eight planted abs. So planted abs. (laughs) So yeah. So that happens. They're like, "Damn it, no drugs. Shit, fuck cocks." Yep, that's exactly what they say. And so they run Silver's finest moment. (laughs) (laughs) And they cut to Stephen Baldwin punching a bag, saying, "Man, I don't understand a punching bag." (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And going, I don't understand why the drugs weren't there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Ron Silver's like, "Well, it happens." Yeah, it happens. Maybe you should stop doing this shit. It's like, now I got a wild leap of logic that maybe, <laughs> maybe they got the drugs off the plane before it landed. Because mm-hmm. this was the only plane that took off. No boat could have gotten there fast enough. It had, to come, it had to come by this plane. Yep. So they had to have somehow gotten off the plane. He's like, what if they skydove out of there? Which I don't think he ever really said. He just kind of comes no. to that conclusion. No, he's just like, screen. I have a hunch. I have a hunch. Yeah, but I do like how Ron Silver gave him an update that said, the drugs have already hit the streets. Yeah. yeah. Like, like that, that... Color batch coded. of drugs yeah, was tagged in it. Yeah. It was very specific mm-hmm. on which red cocaine is like, hitting oh. the streets. <laughs> Shit, there's that red. It's already on the street so quick. God damn it. Yeah. Yep. But I just love how that that's how they established their time frame is he's just like, nope, those specific drugs just hit the street last mm-hmm. night. Well, the there's probably none yeah. in Miami. I mean, now there's some. Yeah. yeah. That's right. It was as like soon Black as Friday. Everyone was waiting at yeah. the outside. Please sell us your drugs. Yeah. The drugs are here. Yeah. <laughs> the drugs are ninety percent off. Yay! All trampling each other to get some. Yeah. So, yeah. Worst so of human drugs, nature. Man. Get your drugs. So off right screen, here, he's come to this conclusion that they skydove out of the plane, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so he shows up at the skydiving school. He just whatever shows up at the drop not even zone. really a school. It's they, they call it the drop zone, and it's it's a commune. It's a, there yeah, is a skydiving school there, but you know. Uh, it's secondary to the fucking right. Burning Man. Because a lady shows up. She's like, I want to skydive. I'm yeah, I was gonna 90. Say, it's kinda My like... name's Florence, and I'm <laughs> going to skydive today. But she's the only yeah. ever paying customer we ever see. Yeah, I was going to say, this is, this is kind of like Charles Manson's commune. Mm-hmm. And like, if somebody shows up, it'd be like, ah, I guess we'll teach you how to farm. Yeah. Because why not? We yeah. like money. This just seemed like yeah, maybe people they're... might show up and accidentally go like, hey, I think I want to skydive. This place looks legit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, but... Instead of like going for their money, they're just like basically making fun of him. Yes, they're like, "Ha, you suck! You've never skydived before, so you suck." Just so you know. Yeah. Don't look at people skydiving 
Because that shows people that you don't skydive. Well, he shows up and he's like, I'm a computer guy and a salesman and a thing and all these things, not a cop. Teach me how to skydive. Mm-hmm. Totes, not a cop. And like right away, he has instant girlfriend with whatever, what's her name? She nuts, is the all lady. about dopey ass Stephen Baldwin. She's just like, oh, a man. A <laughs> <laughs> man. Her name's Star. Of course. At least the Star. character. Star. Star. Maxine Bond. Bond. <laughs> hey, Bond. Ah. Maxine Barnes? I, ooh, Bonds. Well, Bonds. Was her IMDb Edward picture Burns. is, I would hire her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's also got abs, apparently. Yeah. but Not as she, many extra ones as that other chick. No, had. that lady stole half her abs. Yeah. <laughs> Ab stealer. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> you see, how I, see how everyone internets at the different speed? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I was, I was, I was internetting something else. Uh, so yeah. I, had to, I had to hurry up and internet this real quick. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> adding yeah, so they, they make fun of him for wanting to get into the skydiving thing. And well, at first, he's not even really sure. He's just like, I kind of wanted to come and look at the skydiving. And she's like, I knew you wouldn't be interested. And he's like, like as they're okay. strapping him in to skydiving shit. And he's like, no, I just want information. I'm just looking. And they're like putting things on him. And he's like, no, I just like yeah. 20 minutes after he gets there, he's in a plane. They, yeah, they bully him into skydiving. Yeah. And usually takes her 10. Yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, she's a whore. See. <laughs> It's just a bunch of bleh, yeah. extreme people in the 90s to early 2000s. Mm-hmm. But that's when they jump out of the plane. They jump tandem. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, they're we're skydiving. Well, th- he, this, this begins the flip-flopping. She, well, yeah, she, yeah, everyone flip-flops in this movie a lot. Because at first she's like, you're going to be jumping with me. I'm going to do this. And, you you're going to be up against my butt. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, great. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> and, um, well, he makes a tactical error because he looks up on the wall and sees the pilot of the shrimp plane. And he's like, who's that? Shrimp plane. And she's immediately like, you're jumping with Rocco or whatever his name is now. So I got to go. So sure. Instant jealousy gene kicks in. It's why like, not? Nah. I, I guess that's why. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. That was like his, his one move in the entire time he was there. That was like a cop. Like, yeah. Let me get information pretty much. Who's this lady? She's who's a pilot. This? Yeah. I'm not your helper anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, he pays the old lady who was skydiving with him to Swap. switch partners. Yeah. And they jump out. Well, but it's pretty e- funny even, even better because the old lady's like, as soon as they get up, she's like, I changed my mind. I don't want to go. And the guy that she's jumping tandem with is like playing her head like a bongo drum. <laughs> He's like, no, you're going to love it. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. And she's like, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to die. I want to go. Ah! <laughs> they, they push her out. Yeah, they push her out. out of the plane. Yeah. And then they're all just like, this is the greatest thing ever. Dive. Yeah. And Stephen Super Baldwin cool. and, and Star land on the beach and are about to get all makey outy. And then the Jeep pulls up. Yeah. Now, we should mention Tom Berenger plays Redline. He does. The leader of this crazy commune mm-hmm. because he's the most extreme. Dennis Rodman is, is his number two. Mm-hmm. Who For the for the first 20 minutes of the movie, doesn't say a word. He just will... He just sh- leers. Yeah, he'll leer and show up imposingly like, yeah. no. Yeah. It's like he how, menaces. He yeah. Just, yeah. So. Well, he just, he just walks around going, mm, nah. white people. Yeah. Kill. And then walking away. Yeah. Yeah. Though he doesn't specifically say that, his no. face, no, his face, his says, face it says it all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he does start a rivalry later for no reason except for because I'm supposed to be angry at you. Mm-hmm. It's like you'll never be one of us. Yeah, no. that's so, like his first line of dialogue. <laughs> so they jump, they land, they almost make out, and mm-hmm. then he has to go back and talk to Ron Silver, his handler partner. Yes, and say, I suspect it's them. I did some math. If they jumped like a mile off, they could coast in and just deliver the drugs and everything, and no one would be the wiser when they land. Mm-hmm. So I got to I got to go undercover and infiltrate this skydiving yeah. party gang. Here's my badge and gun. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, he throws <laughs> himself off the, the force. force. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 
And then the next 45 minutes to an hour and 20 minutes is skydiving montage. Well, he, he basically, he tells Ron Silver, hey, I'm going to, if I'm going to learn this, I need to learn quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The army's right. got one of those things, right? The wind tunnel things. Yeah. yeah I like could, you could I go could use that. Like, I need you to place. pull some strings. Yeah. Like so, he couldn't go, like they were already in Florida. He could have gone to Orlando or countless sure. places where they have these. Yeah. Probably not spend as much time as he did, but. No, mm-hmm. but he needed to go army. Yeah. It was, you know, to establish this weird rivalry that happens later, but. Sure. Yeah. But he goes to the army but, and that's where he meets Casper Van Dien. Yep. Playing, I don't know. Who plays eight. Yes. That's, that's his right. name. They call him eight. Mm-hmm. And he explains why that is, and it's some bullshit. But there's just. When, they're, when they're making the star, the eighth person that goes into it is has the, the most skilled. Right. I know. But like. <laughs> They're walking through, and there's just, like, chaos going on in the background of just dudes, like, pretending to skydive, but <laughs> yeah, on those like, little carts that you roll under cars yeah. to change the oil on and stuff like that. And they're They've just, got like, this little tiny ramp. Yeah. And they all just go, wee, <laughs> make their little star. And I'm like, nope. this is fucking dumb. There's no way this is teaching you anything. Rolling around on little <laughs> carts. Shows them how to lock the arms, it's, man. <laughs> I think going, they, they going might like do that. One like, mile an hour. I think they actually might do that. It's it's weird. It's I'm, kind it, of weird. I mean, I'm sure they I do. I think you'd have to know what position your arm needs to be in, all that yeah. stuff. I know, but it's just the whole, like, do that rolling around on the ground yeah. is not the it velocity looks, it looks of... It looks silly. Yeah, it does. It looks silly. Yeah. Because there's a lot of just, like, and now we're standing, and now we're holding hands, and now yeah. we're twirling, and always twirling, and it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Yeah, and this begin- this this is the first scene not at the skydiving commune, yeah. where it becomes a giant... It's a 45-minute montage, because first, he's learning... And he becomes really good in this montage of how to control his body through the air. I love that. But when they first do this, I love that Casper Van Dien has a conversation with him while floating in the air. Yeah. But because of the machine, he has to shout at the top of his lungs. Well, and he also can't get more than four words out because the wind is smashing his throat. Yeah. So you see him get four words out and he's just like, <gasps> and to start over again. But yeah, he's he's floating right at face level of Baldwin and just mm-hmm. yelling all his lines at him. But then it's really Stephen Baldwin fl- bouncing around this little oh, room. Yeah. yeah. Well, the best part is when he first gets in there because he's just like, "Why?" <laughs> yeah, because they turn it on as he's standing yeah. in the middle of it. Yeah, he's like, "What's this room?" <laughs> he, <laughs> he goes it's, flying like Brad Pitt. I think and he meets hits, Joe Black. He's just like, <laughs> I, think, <laughs> "I think he hits the ceiling, comes back down, and then slams into the wall." Yeah. Yeah. Casper Dean is just like, Jesus. <laughs> But yeah, then he slowly learns how to do this. Yeah, through a montage, he learns how to you know control his body in the in the free fall. Yeah. So then when he goes back to the skydiving place, does his first uh, solo jump, they're like, "Holy shit, this guy's fucking amazing! I, I can't believe this. This is his first solo jump. Look at did you see how he controlled it? This guy's natural." Yeah. So, like a couple jumps in, Tom Berenger like takes notice of him and. They're like he never notices rookies. Yeah. This is crazy. Never even speaks to them. Yeah. yeah. Like, so oh, he must like you. Yeah. So now this becomes like suddenly he's like he's still kind of curious about where they get the money to do this operation, but it becomes all right. We're putting together this eight man team that does the star routine in the nationals, oh, and, we gotta, and we got and we got to practice star. this mm-hmm. speed star routine. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we are going to practice it night and day. Yeah. Well, and like basically, you, the like, audience yeah, are going to watch. Yeah. Like basically, right off the bat, like, hey, new guy, you're number eight. Mm-hmm. And they had introduced. No, he's number one. He's number, oh, one. number Sorry, number one. Yes. One is the weakest. You have to work your way up to best. number eight. But this was right after he saw a scene of Boom Boom doing the the titular cutaway, which is where you cut away everything to do with your regular life and come live at this parachuting commune. And they hit you in the face with pies. Yes. Yep. Because that makes sense. Why not? 
Because yeah, but it's for you, pies, you quit apparently. your job. Yeah, to, yeah, to further to further drive home the whole cult thing of yeah, this yeah. is you sell all your worldly possessions and bring that money and skydive with it. Yeah, forever and, and live there with yeah. them. It's it's like the Moose Lodge. <laughs> you just give them everything. Yeah. So yeah. he quit his job as a lawyer, blah blah blah, and mm-hmm. you know now is living there. And so they're like, "Hey, Stephen Baldwin, you're the new number one." And Boom Boom's like, very visibly like. Mm-hmm. Oh, excessively so. Oh, like, slumps down in the corner with his stupid hat on. Right, as they like, hit him in the face with a pie. Yeah. So, Stephen Baldwin was like, I'm cutting away, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great. You're our new number one. Aww. And I love Which that he's not even really worst. doing that because he's a cop. So, he's already ruined one guy's life. Mm-hmm. Just, let's just keep that in mind. Sure. Why not? Yeah. He has. Yeah. yeah, so Boom Boom's off the team. Stephen Baldwin's number one. Yes. So... We've got to watch 45 minutes to an hour of Stephen Baldwin going from number one all the way up mm-hmm. uh, with lots and lots and lots and lots of skydiving footage. A yep. lot. A lot. Now, to their credit, it is the stars of the movie actually skydiving mm-hmm. in most of the shots. Yeah. So that's something. Sure. In a lot of the shots. I mean, un- yeah. That was that was really surprising. Like, Yeah. But the, I, I was I thought it was going to be stock footage from like drop zone and terminal velocity right. and shit like that. And I was just like, oh, OK, they're actually doing it. Yeah. The That's one something there's one shot they use like three or four times of yeah. him pulling the ripcord that is identical shot each time. Yeah. Yeah. But at least it's him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you don't just get to leap out of a plane alone by just leaping out of a plane alone. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it he it was him in the uh, in the wind tunnel. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Props for that. I mean, he, yeah. you know, they, they went through the trouble to teach these people how to, you know, how to actually skydive. And yeah, sure. maybe Casper Van Dien didn't, but. Um, well, he didn't skydive, maybe, but he did the wind tunnel thing. Like yeah, I, maybe, I think he was, he was strapped in, though. Like, I think they had, like, I think he was strapped to the ground. Otherwise, I think he would have been flying all over the place. I don't, I, you know, I don't they know never that showed, that was well, There was probably someone off camera holding yeah, him. They, like, you he, never saw, like, yeah. here down. He was strapped to the ground to keep him level with. Maybe. There was no way they taught him, like, here's how to perfectly, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah I also like he, he follows us on Twitter. Let's ask him. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Did hey, you do your own skydive? Yeah. Were you, were you strapped you down in the wind tunnel thing? Okay. Casper Van Dien. Yep. Dot com. Okay. BJ's on it. I'll we'll have an answer this. by the end of the I, show. Okay. I. We haven't had luck with this in the past. I but. know. I don't. I don't feel comfortable doing this. <laughs> yes. Don't put a time frame. No, that, we're not faster, responsible for faster. That. <laughs> we must go faster. The last what is he? The real Casper? We're not responsible episode. for that person's demise. We didn't okay. do that. I, just, I, I don't want anything bad to happen to Casper. It's okay. He'll be all right. He'll be fine. I have to. I if have it's to in a skydiving that. accident, I swear to God. <laughs> Never tweeting a celebrity like, again. If it's in a skydiving accident, we're fucking deleting our Twitter account. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Burning the studio down. <laughs> all must the save all these the actors' lives. Yeah. Yes. We can't let not one more. So Never forget. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... Skydiving. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's, there's it's, a lot of a skydiving. Lot of a lot of it. And he is, at first starts as Star's boyfriend, but immediately she's like, you're on the team now we're not a thing anymore because you can't date if you're on the team together. Right. I I think, I think the only thing of note in this entire montage is the one funny bit. I think it's before he actually cuts away and joins the team and everything. It's like, they're like, holy shit, look at his control in the air and everything. It's a fucking amazing. And then Tom Berger looks over. He's like, yeah, 
but he doesn't really have the steering thing down. Yeah. <laughs> they just show him like eight times in a row of like trying to land the parachute mm-hmm. horribly. Yeah. He smacks the, into a the garbage one, truck. The one across the lake's pretty awesome. So, well, yeah. He skips like a stone. Yeah. yeah. Skips on a stone, hits hits the bank. Uh, that's what's great is like whoever did that. I don't oh, know yeah. It's they, actually him. Yeah. It's like he went boom, boom, boom over the lake and then was like, <laughs> yeah. Right into the ground. And then like one time he comes in and flies through a tent. And there was some kind of weird freaky sex thing going on in this tent because there's a half-naked lady and two dudes. One of them has the, the skydiving, skydiving camera, camera, helmet yeah. camera on. It's like, yeah. hey, we're making a little extra money here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the best, the, the best one's when he floats down over the road and off camera, you just hear... Mur, mur. Yeah, and, and Star turns away like, oh, no. <laughs> and then it just cuts to a garbage truck driving by with him hanging on it like... Wah, wah. <laughs> you know, yeah, parachute across the front and him hanging on the side like... <laughs> <laughs> not dead nope nope wacky mm-hmm. yeah but anyway so that that's like the only thing worth noting in the entire yeah. montage as far as i'm concerned yeah because yeah. yeah it's it's he's well, getting better and better and like gets promoted to number seven which makes that guy that kid angry and tweeted or no, he gets promoted <laughs> to number two sorry i keep going yeah. back yeah it doesn't make sense he gets he goes up kid and gets demoted to number one yeah he gets promoted to number two. Yeah, and then like next on, next on, he goes up yeah, the ranks. Yeah, and one of one of the skydivers, like fourth or fifth, is uh, the dude from the American Pie movies. Yep, Thomas Ian Griffith. Yeah, Griffin. Something. Oh, is that guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought he looked kind of like Bud Bundy too in this bit. movie. Yeah. yeah. Everybody but he had dyed like red hair. To yeah, he's just like totally bright red ancillary character. Yeah, just unnecessary. Okay. But it's just like, hey, I recognize that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But eventually guy. he moves up, and there's there's one point where he inspects uh, Dennis Rodman's Ferrari, yeah. and finds mm-hmm. whose license plate is Turbo Seven. Yeah, because his name is Turbo. We haven't and, he, and seven. And he's the number. Yeah, he's the seventh dude. Yeah, he has yeah. a satellite tracker. Yeah, satellite tracker and night vision satellite, goggles. Uh, satellite guidance. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, why would he have this? And it's like, we all but have then that he now, spots dude. Dennis Rodman walking up through the night vision goggles. Yeah, and he goes. Oh shit! And hides behind the back of the car, and then Dennis Rodman pulls away, and he's just standing there on his hands and knees. <laughs> yeah, like all he has to do is look in the rearview mirror. Well, he gets out of the and car he, and yeah. actually looks at him, and because well, the the movie is saying it's dark, he can't mm-hmm. see him. Because then he's like, "Oh, my trunk is open for some reason." And then he just yeah. closes it and drives off. Yeah, it's but. Just- just, just the shot just of the him. Bonnet, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Just the, the shot front. of him oh. as they're driving away, illuminated by the tail lights. Yeah, is great because he's like, "Oh, I didn't think of that." <laughs> he's what might happen. Not the best cop. No, not at all. But, but yeah, this is forty-five minutes into his, I don't know, month and a half of living with these people. Is oh, like yeah. time yeah, to yeah. investigate Turbo. Yeah, it's like he's number three or something. Like yeah. by the time he's like, "Oh yeah, I guess I'm a cop." I, I forgot. I got, I got a thing. little obsessed with nationals. Yeah, got yeah. win the nationals. And the the director of this movie is a guy named uh, Guy Guy Manos. Uh-huh. Hands of fate. Hands of fate. Yes, Guy Manos, who is the aerial stunt coordinator on quite a few other movies. That's a shock. Which would explain why there are a billion skydiving shots. Was one of them drop zone or terminal velocity? <laughs> drop zone, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> All right, yeah. it was. Okay. Sitting around on the set of drop zone. You, you know? If there's more of this. If there was less actual movie and more of just mm-hmm. this stuff we do, yeah. people would watch that, right? Yeah, but he's aerial stunt coordinator on a bunch of stuff. So oh, okay. Pretty yeah. much the way it sounds, if you need an aerial stunt guy, he's your guy. Guy Manos. Guy Manos. So, yeah, so he wanted to make a skydiving movie. Everyone else did. be damned. Yeah. Now see the and not, way not he, call it ripcord or something that says skydiving movie. Call no. it fucking yeah. cutaway. Cutaway, which is a thing no one had heard of, and when you say it, it's just like, oh, you dropped out. Oh, but they they say it a bunch of times. Oh, the, the lady got paid 
every time she said it. Oh my god! Because holy crap! If there was a cutaway drinking game, <laughs> holy yeah. shit! Cutaway brought to you by Carl's Jr. She oh. she has one speech towards the end where she just said I don't know like seventeen times. Like as a she's saying it like Smurf at one point. It's just yeah. cutaway <laughs> is every word. Mm-hmm. It's great. <laughs> yeah, but eventually, what's uh, this movie called? Cutaway. Oh, okay. Oh, cutaway. I, I yeah. cut away for a second. That's uh huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, <laughs> eventually, eventually he gets up to the point where he's he going to be away. he's going to be taking Dennis Rodman's spot. Yep. And Dennis Rodman is having none of this. Well, he's got his license plate, man. He yeah, can't lose that yeah, spot. He, he does not. This will cost me eighty dollars to replace his license plate. <laughs> you have to go to the DMV. That's yeah. like a whole day. Yeah. <laughs> but so they have their little rivalry, and eventually Tom Berenger, like they're in the plane about to do their jump. <laughs> And Tom Berenger's just like, well, there's only one way to find out who's fastest. Jump same time. Yep. Yeah, jump. Which is a completely horrible idea. Yeah. Just because, like, I, like that's, I, that's the thing I don't... They're not making a lot of sound decisions in this movie. Yeah. They live on a fucking skydiving commune. Yeah. I know, and they're smuggling think, drugs for yeah. money. Yeah, but you're, you would think no. if you're coordinating a whole thing where if you crash into the group... You will probably kill the group. But winning is the only thing that matters okay. to yeah. Redline. If you're All not right. first or last, he has to beat Army. Yes, <laughs> he, he does make a Army. <laughs> yeah, he does make a big point of uh, driving that one home. Yeah, mother, yeah. I came so, home from Army today. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yep. So they're jumping at the same time, mm-hmm. and Dennis Rodman takes this opportunity to knock him into the side of the plane as they're jumping out. Yep. But then Stephen Baldwin somehow catches up with him anyway. Despite being knocked in the head, yeah, but yeah, it's like well, it gets, yeah, it gets knocked in the head on the door and like yeah. wobbles for a while, and on the ground they're like, "Call nine one one," yeah, and then like he's like, "Oh, I guess he shakes it off and yeah. levels out," and they're like, "Oh, no, hold that," yeah, yeah, but like, no. what was nine one one gonna do? Take pictures, yeah, clean up. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they're gonna come in up. with their emergency, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, uh, Bags. hose, yeah, their their <laughs> emergency stunt bag. Yeah. <laughs> Scoop him up. Yeah. But so Poof. Dennis Rodman is Saved. trying to go too fast so too he furious. can beat. Yes. <laughs> that is exactly what... Too soon, man. Too, too fast, fast, too furious, too, furious, too, too soon. soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. We went there. Oh. Yep. So, yeah. So he's trying to go too fast, crashes into whoever he's supposed to be grabbing the arms of. Yeah. And like brains them, knocks them right the hell out. Mm-hmm. And then he's just free falling, and then everyone, oh my god, it's chaos. Well, Dennis Rodman is also the only one who jumps with like a full metal motorcycle helmet on, right? Like everyone else is wearing your typical goggles. Yeah, yeah, so they don't. I don't think Dennis Rodman did the jumps in this. Of course not. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he so. was so, in the air for some of them. I'm pretty sure, or just a really tall skydiver. Yeah, because I mean, he had a full motorcycle helmet on with a face yeah. shield down. Yeah. I think he's the one that didn't. Okay. Yeah. I'll ask Casper. <laughs> did Dennis Rodman do all this stuff in Cutaway? Yeah, but but either, either way, was he still playing basketball in two thousand? No, no, no. He was wrestling uh, then. Oh, was he? Yeah. I'm just thinking. I was just trying to think of ways that like, was like some, right after because I mean because he played in '98. Dude, so. dude's crazy. I'm just saying like there was probably somebody who said, "Dude, no, you can't. You're, we're not allowing this." Maybe because I, I bet he would have. That was what I'm saying. He might have because he does a lot of dumb shit <laughs> like mm-hmm. Madonna. Yeah, and North Korea. <laughs> yeah. and double team. <laughs> you shut your mouth sorry watch double team sorry but anyway yeah so he crashes and they're trying to get down to where he's falling because he's clearly not in control anymore mm-hmm. and uh 
Baldwin can't make it. Eventually pulls the ripcord because he, he tried to reach him, couldn't do it. Tom Berenger gets there, pulls the ripcord. Dennis Rodman lands almost vertically. Mm-hmm. Like, like It's on, weird. It's like yeah. he's limp, but... On the on the road, like the way you land a parachute, that's kind of not a good one. Yeah, like yeah. broken legs at least. But yeah, but it doesn't matter because he's dead. Anyway. Oh yeah, he was dead. <laughs> yeah, he's... Behringer cradles him. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, it, it basically comes out later. Like he broke his neck in the initial impact and was yeah. just yeah. dead, when falling into yeah. other people. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that's a the thing about Dennis Rodman in this movie. He never embarrasses himself or anything. Like like no. we expected Dennis Rodman to be just. We wanted the worm. Yeah, we wanted <laughs> yeah. goofy, poor delivery laughing, but like <laughs> they they play to his strengths well in this movie. Yeah. Like they use him well because he just, just for the first half he's just kind of intimidating and glowering and then whenever he is saying stuff it's just more, you know, it's like it's almost like a player talking to the coach. Yeah. It's like, "Coach, yeah. I need the, you know, so we didn't it's weird. It's like we're almost disappointed that Dennis Rodman gave a good performance <laughs> he didn't in this embarrass movie himself, yeah. 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 Just once I want to see the movie where Dennis Rodman plays the Dennis Rodman persona that Wesley Snipes was playing in Demolition Man. I know. Yeah. Yes. Like, because that's what he we was obviously... We can still get yeah. that. I'm just saying, like, that's got to exist somewhere where Except they're like, busy. Dennis Rodman, do that. Like, be you yeah. that, he, uh, that he was doing. Please, Dennis Rodman, be Dennis Rodman <laughs> for us. Double team? Oh, okay. There you go. Double team. Yeah. Yeah. So. We just need more of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's too late now. But anyway, so he's dead. So guess who number seven is? Wait, wait, wait. wait whoa, whoa. He, he's dead, and it's like, all right, you're our new number seven. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. we'll practice first thing in the morning. And everyone's just like, like no one's even showing up to take the body. No, he's like laying, like you yeah. can see him out of focus behind Tom Berenger. Yeah, and he's he just, just like, he's like Vic, you're number seven now. Yeah, and everyone's practice pissed practice off at Stephen Baldwin. Mm-hmm. And Baldwin's like, what? I didn't do this. That dumbass did it to himself. Yeah, but they've been pissed off at him the whole time. Yeah. Because he's, cause he's moving up the ranks, and they're like, yeah. we've been number six the whole time. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, up until this point, he'd never been a dick about it either. Yeah. Like, he'd just been like, sorry. Yeah. Y- you fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, in this instance, Tom Berenger gives, he's like, get out of here. Go, we're doing, practice at dawn. Go to bed. And they're all just standing there staring at Stephen Baldwin, and Redline walks off, and Baldwin's like, you heard him. Yeah. Practice at dawn. Now get out of here. Yeah. And everyone's like, you. Yeah. <laughs> You're a dick. They're used to it from Tom Berenger, yeah. but. How dare you talk to us that way? You just killed Dennis Rodman. You bastard. (laughs) But yes, I mean, it's just no love loss here for the dead Dennis Rodman over there. No, just instantly. Well, like he goes into Tom Berenger's tent, which apparently he just lives in a parachute, as we said. It's just a parachute draped over some sticks. Mm -hmm. And he's doing like a chin up when he walks in. Which is kind of funny because Tom Berger's so out of shape in this movie. He's just like, yeah. But, <laughs> but they go in and they have this like, ah, he did it to himself and blah, you're my, you're my new number seven. And he's like, I got I to gotta let you in on something. He was working on something. We yeah, don't have any money. Is, this isn't cheap. There's no money for yeah, national. Yeah, shows back up. Yeah. And, and suddenly Baldwin's like, oh, time to be a cop. What do you mean we don't have money for nationals? Mm-hmm. So what do you want me to do to get money? And that's basically it's like well we do this whole thing with drugs and then we get the drugs and jump out of planes and sounds good it's like all of a sudden plot just out of nowhere just hey yeah he gets he yeah. gets this exposition from tom berenger and then he's like oh yeah i guess i should go see my partner chief guy whatever mm-hmm. and explain who he, he had been meeting with okay uh, occasionally yeah occasionally like, like they, no. they shoot some hoops he doesn't go and tell him about this until after they do the first yeah. drug drop 
Does he? Because okay, they, yeah. they go and land at the right. twin <laughs> gangster's the, house. Well, yeah, no, the there, there was twins. somewhere along the way there was one of the meetings where he said something like, you know, this is kind of dumb that we're taking down these guys. Oh, yeah. He's we're like, not taking down the distributors yeah. or the buyers. He's like, we're taking down the guys that are driving it. Well, he had zeroed in on Turbo, and that was going to be his target. He was like, we're going to take out Turbo. And he was like, ah, we're just taking out these low-level guys. This isn't very satisfying. Yeah. Yeah, the DEA is in yeah. charge of the bigger guys, blah, right. blah, blah. blah. But then, yeah, they go and do a drug deal. Yeah, because well, because he's like, if I stick in this a little bit longer, I'm going to see who we're taking the drugs to, and then yeah. I can ID them, right? S- somehow. But he doesn't say any of this at first. He just goes on the drug yeah. deal, and they parachute into the gangster's house and give him the drugs, and they ride off on a motorcycle in the sidecar, mm-hmm. like woohoo! <laughs> we just did drugs. <laughs> and then he goes back to Ron Silver. Yeah. And he tells him what is going on, and then he's like, "Okay, when's the first drug deal?" He was like, "Well, uh, yesterday." Yeah. Well, they're at the dog track. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he's got a greyhound sitting in front of him that's right and as he tells him well (laughs) wasn't that the second time though yeah i think that was the second time that was the first time he told him they'd been at the dog track before yeah it was like when they're just sitting there and he's petting the dog he was petting the number eight dog because that was the joke is like he kept betting on the eight dog because it's the fastest right yeah but when (laughs) when he tells him when he tells him when he goes well when's when's the deal happen and he covers the dog's ears and goes last night yeah he's like ron silver's like Come on, you! <laughs> what is the matter with you? <laughs> I can't explain. But he this. IDs these like twin drug dealer dudes. Like, it was the Cannelloni twins, twins yeah. or whatever. And he's yes. like, "Oh yeah, all right, we'll go pick them up." Mm-hmm. They were the yeah. cannoli twins. Yeah. He's like, "Look, the yeah. next one I go in, I'll wear a wire. And we'll get everybody." <laughs> and this leads to, I swear to God, the dumbest fucking thing in the entire movie, which is, uh. it's the next jump. They're always jumping at night. Yep. And. Baldwin on his way down lifts his shirt practically over his head and is just <laughs> checking the wire, tapping the wire and fingering it and playing with it, just like there's a wire on me. It's like, dude, if Baldwin turns around and looks at you, Behringer. yeah, Behringer's oh, yeah, right yeah. there. <laughs> it's so good. It's it was, and he does it for a long time. It's not like a quick, you know, like mic check, you know, it is just like, huh, this thing is taped to me. I hope it's on. Let yeah. me tap it for a little while. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. It's a wire. <laughs> Guess it works. <laughs> eh. And then they yeah. just there's a montage of them of him landing drugs doing drug and, deals. Yeah. Well, they land on the roof of this big party, right? Well, oh, that's no, like the third or fourth time. Yeah, that's after oh, the okay, montage okay, okay, of yeah, all the right. drug busts because he never turns over the evidence. He just keeps doing drug busts. Right. Yeah. And, and the cops, I, are, I guess, IDing people. Cause yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And the cops are getting feedback on their on their wire, and they're like, "What the? There's like, someone there's else at this party with someone else is there with a wire." Yeah. Yeah, they're land. They're literally going to land on top of this. I don't know, fifty-story building or whatever. Yeah, it's some bank building, and they're having a big party up there. And again, this is like this movie. Like on IMDb, it says it's a TV movie, but there's already been there's already been boobs. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. already been one shot of star like ass shot yep. weirdness. Mm-hmm. Like where? Okay, where'd that come from? Because mm-hmm. like we for all we do, they were broken up, and then it's like we can't tell anybody about this. And it's yeah. like okay, they're oh. back together now, yeah. and yeah. she's kind of naked. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's this but shot. But he's still wearing all of his clothes. Yes, yeah. yes. They were just spooning. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, there's this shot at the he party. Was cold. Yeah. It's this big, crazy, you know, Miami drug party. And mm-hmm. there's this stripper. And, like, literally, she's reaching for a zipper. And it cuts away to the parachuters. Cut away. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're like, what the hell, movie? I don't know. That was a violent cut. That was for just no reason. Yeah. Just like, hey, oh, what? Oh, there's oh, already good. been boobs. Good. Let's see more parachuting. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yay, parachuting. Because they land on the roof and do a, sort of a sweet stunt to get off the roof, and then the two of them pop up like they did the stunt, but yeah. they didn't do the stunt. And now, for whatever reason, the FBI is also <laughs> at this party. The FBI. 
Not the DEA. Not anyone that would make any sense. FBI. Wasn't it the local police? No, no it was the FBI. FBI. Yeah, they shout. Them. FBI. Yeah. Okay. And the guy's like, yeah, this party's dead. This isn't happening. He's talking to his wire. Yeah. He's, you know, and, and he's like, he sees the parachuting guys come in and drop oh, shit, the bags. Oh, shit, going and down. Like, no. Oh, actually, it is happening. They're here. <laughs> yeah. And then cops run in. Cops run in. Like, the, the customs guys that Stephen Baldwin works for and the FBI run in and start pointing guns at everybody. But what's... Well, this is the chaos that happens. The FBI guys see Ron Silver, who is holding his badge up. Yeah. And they're wearing big shirts, the, the the jackets that say U.S. Customs. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. does that come in undercover, too, kind of jacket? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Um, and, like, he's like, he's got a gun! <laughs> yeah. And it just starts this crazy firefight on the roof. And he shoots at him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Ron Silver ducks behind the thing, still holding yeah. a badge out. Like, uh And then, like, it's a goddamn free-for-all. Like, but then all, everyone, all the drug dealers and everyone there hear a gunshot so it is chaos yeah. i mean even the strippers picking up a gun oh yeah shooting oh, yeah. and get shots for trouble but yeah this is the point of the movie where this movie just i mean it, it was already stupid in 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 plot wise yeah but this is where the movie gets stupid in the incompetence wise like yeah. everyone in this movie becomes a complete and utter moron <laughs> yeah like the cops just become stupid the movie becomes completely stupid i i just i, I don't this is like the clear moment in this movie where it's yeah. like this was serious, cheesy, but yeah. serious, except for the goofy like landing on the truck thing. But this was like kind of a serious mm-hmm. faux point break movie. And all of a sudden, this is like, what? Like all of a sudden, it became a, a Fred Olin Ray movie. Well, this is an aerial stunt coordinator, coordinator guy being forced to put in plot into his movie and just be like, I, whatever, guns and shooting. And everyone yep. make gun face go. Because yeah. everyone makes gu- just yelling. Oh, just, yeah. ah! <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, there, there's a large section of this movie that's fairly competently made it's dumb but yes. this is like why where did the budget go where did everyone's acting mm-hmm. sensibilities go because there ends up being this showdown where ron silver has pulled a gun on tom berenger and stephen baldwin's standing there and they do this really dumb like look at him like what are you doing here yeah. like okay let's just go ahead and make the your undercover cop there mm-hmm. very obviously mm-hmm. and then he's like i guess i gotta do something so he defenestrates tom berenger <laughs> through this glass door window yeah. thing that was behind him. Yep. Ron Silver's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and they have enough time to... He grabs him and throws him off. They base jump off the side of the building. Mm-hmm. Yep. They've somehow either gotten new shoots or repacked their shoots. Yeah. I don't understand how. But, but yeah, they jump off the building. They jump off the building and... Get in their motor scooter. <laughs> yeah, he has to th- he has to like shovel Tom Berenger into the <laughs> sidecar of the scooter because he is apparently the only person in the history of movies... <laughs> Hurt by a defenestration. Hurt yeah. bad, too. Well, he got tackled through that window. So. Still. Yeah, but still, like... People get wrecked through these things all the time, and they're just like, wow, that was uncomfortable. But, like, yeah. Tom Berenger's like, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, like... He has they, the proper reaction. He takes it back to the base, or the camp, or the... <laughs> the you know, the Yeah, the shitty <laughs> parachute city Berenger's they live in. Just, ah, he is just... Uh, yeah, ah, he's... Ah, <laughs> and you threw me through a window! Baldwin just takes a handful of drugs. Well, he's, just, he's got several bottles. He's yeah. just like, well, mm. nope, nope, he just one. takes out a handful and just like, here, swallow these. <laughs> and Baldwin's... Or Berenger's... Ah, and this, is, this is where the movie continues to... Because like, this is the night before Nationals. They were, for whatever reason, doing another drug deal. Their fare should have already been paid. I don't understand. Well, like, he said... Every deal pays for a hundred jumps. So through this montage, they are up to like six thousand jumps. Yeah. It's like well, they also had could, to pay for nationals. Yeah, but you can only bank so much money, and well, they could have fucking sold Dennis Rodman's car that he wasn't going to need anymore 
Because he fucking lived there, and once you yep. die on the commune, your shit goes to everyone else at the commune. That would have yeah. paid for everything. But no. No. So, so Berenger's fucked up. Like, the <laughs> night before Nationals or whatever, which is, again, now the focal point of the movie. Yes. Because, Hell like, yes. all of that's it's happened. the only thing that matters. All that dumb cop shit there happened, and nope. nothing really came of it. Nope. And he's drugged up, and... For the rest of the like movie, he, like he's knocked, he's <laughs> oh. not, he's supposed to be knocked out, and 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 Baldwin is talking with Star, and like, oh gee, I don't know, man, like I don't know if we're gonna be able to make it, and he shows up in the doorway of their tent, and he's just like, fucking me, we're not gonna make it. <laughs> he talks about uh, how, how Turbo got the easy way out. Yeah. He got the only way out there is. The only, only, the only way there is to get out of the life because yeah. he's like, I don't know. I, I want I want to quit this life. I don't want to jump anymore, and I want you to come with me, Star. And he's like, I'm I done with this life. Quit then. <laughs> Why you fucking need you? <laughs> he's like, once you're in, you can't get out. And then he finishes his is whatever he's rambling about, and then just flops over <laughs> like this. This only works for the live stream, but this is literally how he faints. <laughs> Like, and yeah, just over throws his air, hands yeah, up in the like, air sometimes. Like, okay, little kid, A-O. faint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the vapors. Uh. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> you can't. It's like we can't adequately reenact it. No. It, it really, the movie turns a corner at this point because Behringer, for the rest of the movie, is completely fucked up. Like, because then, like, the next day, they're pumping coffee into him and everything, but he's still, like... Yeah, and they have nationals. Yeah, but he's they, just, they like... They have to skydive as a team with him. But you see him in the background, and he's, like, reaching into coolers and grabbing a handful of ice and just shoving it onto his face and just, like... <laughs> <laughs> Motorboating some ice. Yes, that's exactly what he's doing. Yep, Everyone yep. else is just going about their business, like, yeah, Behringer's fucked up again. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's like, he goes completely goofy for the rest of the movie. Oh, yeah. And... Yes, he does. Because when they get to nationals, and it has been established during like the forty-five minute montage that there's a rivalry between eight and red line. So And oh god, they have to be faster. Yeah. Like the whole point of doing a billion and one jumps is to improve their speed. Yes. They have to be which, faster. I'll admit up to this point, like until they actually showed it on screen as like new uh, as sports coverage, I had no idea what the fucking point of anything they were doing. It was, was. not made clear until they Honestly, were Honestly, I thought it. I didn't think it was the time linking up. I thought it was when they were kept talking about different times, like, oh, we got to do it under 20 seconds, blah, 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 or something like that. I thought it meant, like, jump out of the plane, form the star formation, and then hold it for that long before you're too low yeah. to pull the chute. Yeah. Like, I thought it was, like, a higher time was better. Like, yeah. you know, the faster we can get into formation, we can sit there and hold that little star pattern right. before we have to break up and... But no, you only have to hold it for five seconds. But yeah, yeah. but but the issue—they had to get into the formation. It's how fast they actually make the formation. Yes, which yep. would have been nice to have been explained before I had to watch forty-five ah. minutes of them trying <laughs> to get it right. Yeah, because they're just shouting faster. And yeah, faster. gotta go faster. And it's like, and you're not good enough, so you're you're now a higher number, which is actually lower. Yeah, and it just it it's never really explained or to, lower to number, people who don't understand this shit. It yeah. takes that fake TV broadcast that they're doing to really go, oh. That's the yeah. dumb thing they're and doing. All that took was five seconds. I was like, okay, this yeah. all makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of dumb. That would have been nice earlier. Yeah. But whatever. But now. No. But, yeah. but yeah. This is a, a three heat thing. I guess they get yeah. three jumps. Four, actually. Four. Four. Yeah. Oh, four jumps? Yes. Ask us how we know. Oh. Because uh, they all fucking jump four times. Mm. Yep. Now, was it a, do they? Was four? it, a, was was it, it a single or a double elimination? How many did the Michigan dive team get? We never see them. I think we yeah, only saw I three know. times. Yeah. Was it a but, single or double elimination? 
It was it was whatever the adding up of the time was. Oh. Because the end, they had to get like, oh, we got to get under 10, and that's impossible to oh, average out to get the best time. Sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, so, Casper Van Dien sees uh, Baldwin. He's like, hey, buddy, how you doing? Yeah. You know, did you get, did you win the girl, blah, blah, blah? I, I appreciate that it was made clear to him, this dude is going undercover and has to learn skydiving. Mm-hmm. So, when you see that guy, would your first reaction be, hey, buddy, <laughs> you ever infiltrate that drug ring? <laughs> that ever happen? It's like, I'm at the skydiving thing. What the fuck do you think, Casper Van Dien? <laughs> but he's all buddy-buddy with him until yeah. he sees that he's aligned with Redline. And yeah, he's, like, he's like, I'm, I'm Redline's number seven. And he's like, you motherfucker. I'm going to make sure <laughs> that you so people mad for die. no reason. Because <laughs> uh. then Behringer stumbles into the shot. He's just like, <laughs> I'm uh, number eight. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so Casper's like, where's, where's Turbo? And Behringer just goes, Dead. <laughs> Dead. Stephen Baldwin says he was too slow, so we had to kill him. And it's like, what? Yeah, those are the rules. From the, from the moment that Berenger injures, injures himself, he becomes an incredible thing to watch throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, because yeah. he's like literally over Baldwin's shoulder. Like he's like, "How you doing there?" Whatever his name, because he had the guy who actually had a name. It's like eight. But yeah, whatever. He's like, yeah. "How you doing there?" And he's like, "Yeah, well, where's Turbo?" Dead. And then he just disappears. <laughs> like, I feel like we're overselling it. Like, like because he's not slurring as much, but it it's hilarious in its own very specific way. It's yeah. almost Busey-ish. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah. In the way he's acting. It's just, it's stunning, the difference between how he was in the first part of the movie and the way he is for the yeah. second part. But it's, it's fantastic in such a unique way. Yeah, yeah. It is not a stereotype of someone just being drunk or like drugged it, up it or anything. It legitimately seems like Tom Berenger got hopped up on something. Like maybe something was really wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, or he's a really good actor, but mm-hmm. I think maybe. Either way. <laughs> but yeah, but so, yeah, so the, they do their heats and um, jump I mean, a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of more jumping and a lot more, oh my God, look at this. It's a new record. Oh wait, no, that's a new record. Oh wait, no, that's a new record. Oh my God. Yeah, and the announcer's just like, holy shit, even cream. Ha ha. The army just did it in 10 point yeah. blah, blah, blah. There's no way. Because, like, they, they blew their third one. And, and they were yeah, they like, totally yeah. fucked up the third one. And, like, Baldwin almost ripped the chick's arm out. Yeah. And, and each time they land, she's telling them, cut this shit out. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't do this better. Yeah. Can't and, do this faster. And so army has a really good third run. And the... Army. <laughs> the the Baldwin team goes back up in the air. Well, no, and, they they screw up the third run. Yeah. It's the fourth one they do. But then the fourth one, okay, they do the fourth one really good. Eleven yeah. seconds. That's right. Something. And then they're whatever. on the ground celebrating, like "fuck yeah, we're awesome!" And like there are people all around them. Yeah, people just, are throwing Casper Dan Dean their children. Like, yeah, just like, take Here, my take children. Yeah, and make them a roughneck. Now, uh, the Baldwin team is up in the air, and they're all just like, "fuck, we can't do under ten seconds to win this. We're fucked." And then Casper Van Dien gets on the radio and does stupid bad guy thing, which is just basically like, you guys aren't going to be able to do it, huh? And then starts to be like, by the way, you know that guy with you? He's... Poof, Ron Silver. <laughs> all yeah. of a sudden, Ron Silver. Ron Silver's and 20 cops silver are standing there. off, and he's, he's like, like <laughs> that son of a bitch is going to give it away, isn't it? A wild Ron Silver has appeared. Yeah. It's super effective. And, and he I'll, uses stare down. <laughs> and I forget what he turns around. He just says... Oh, a good Malaku tea or whatever. No, he says like his name's Nate. Oh, okay, yeah. I think is what he says. Okay, that guy's name's Nate. 
No, he says. No, he, um, he's, no, he, he should, says he's a he's a better. He's an eight. There's something you should know oh, about him. He's an, he's an eight. eight. Okay. He's an eight. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was basically like. like <laughs> trying that's to... why Mackie was so confused <laughs> yeah. for the last part of it. His name's Nate. His name's not fucking Nate. Nate. God damn it. That's what I was thinking. Maybe he's an eight. Maybe he's undercover and he's lost who he is. Yeah, he was. I, he tried to turn it into a, like a fuck you, Redline. He's okay. better than you. Yeah, which Redline immediately is just like, all right. He fine. stands up and he's like, I don't know. We probably can't beat this, but we're gonna do this. We're gonna jump at the same time, seven yeah. and eight, same time. Whoever gets there first. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You same time, man. <laughs> same time. Uh, that's a, that's a really weird race because technically, whoever comes in last is the winner. Yeah. So I don't understand how that race is supposed to work. Like, get there really fast so that you're number seven. Yeah. It doesn't really, yeah. Oh, okay. The slower of the two people who jump at the same time yeah. is the winner, right. whatever. Basically. So yeah, they, they do it and, you know, they jump and they do the star and it's like really violent because they're all just like, they're you know, bouncing like, around. Yeah. It's like a contracting thing from Star Trek, the motion picture. It's just like, <laughs> you know, and it's in and out. And then they're just like, finally they hold it and it's just like, they did it. Yay. And they did it in nine points. Nine something. Points. Yeah. Something. Some stupid time. Nine point they nine had to do a sub 10 to win yeah. and yep. surprise they, plot so happened. Of course they did. Yeah. Everyone goes crazy. Yeah. And, uh, the Baldwin and Berenger do this thing. They've been doing the whole time where they just sort of tandem up next to each other and sort of like a weird V formation, whatever. They just pretty awesome. Yeah. It, it's a real thing. Like, Oh yeah, absolutely. It's... But then Baldwin's like, you're under arrest. No. And Barrett's just like, nah. Nah. <laughs> and nah, just bro. like starts unstrapping. He's like, no, man. <laughs> no, you don't understand. Oh, he doesn't even have to unstrap. He's apparently got a one lever, like, drop me yeah. from well, his harness. Well, you can see him start to, and Baldwin's like, no, no, hey, we'll, yeah. listen, we'll hey, just land, and then you'll here. go to jail, and everything's be, be okay. And he's like, nah. nah. <laughs> you said you'd go to jail if you don't. <laughs> yeah, he pulls the thing, and and not only does he, like, start to fall to the arts of the ground, he... He turns so as he's going head first. Yeah. He is bullet training towards the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's about to bullet the blue sky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's all right, though. Is he? <laughs> he's a, he's dead, but he's a good-looking corpse. <laughs> he's a, a strong <laughs> individual. Because he lands in a nice as, little bullseye target. Yeah. As the person in the IMDb section that asked about this said, it looked like he fell off a park bench. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the next time because we see him... there should be a crater the size <laughs> of Tom Berenger. But he is just laying on a target... And he's someone has put a backpack under his head, you know, because oh. <laughs> that'll help. He's resting, yeah. And then the squad's like, "Well, that's a shame." And then <laughs> there's a scene where Baldwin's just out there by himself, and the the parachute squad is in one section of the field, and all the cops <laughs> are standing in another section of the mm-hmm. field. And Baldwin actually does the looks at the cops, looks at the parachute people, and it's yeah. like, which side is he gonna choose? <laughs> I, I really wanted them to like try to coax him over like a dog. Yeah. Like, no, no, come here, come here, Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> we got badges and guns. Yeah. And who's the real owner? But yeah. he keeps sharing a look with Ron Silver, and Ron Silver sort of gives him a look like, yeah, all right, go be a parachute guy, whatever. <laughs> go to them. <laughs> they are your people. I just want you to be happy. And so he strolls over to them and, and immediately says, I know this young guy on the Michigan team who'd probably be a pretty good replacement for Well, first he looks at Boobum. He's like, you're number two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know this this guy on the Michigan team, he's not very much, much to look at now, yeah. but he might get good. Yeah, he'll be good for nationals next year. Once now, again. Red again. Light is fucking dead five feet away. <laughs> he just plowed into the ground. Out of focus in <laughs> <Yeah>. the background. <laughs> skydivers man they have no heart nope no you die and you are useless to the skydiving team yes. just like fuck you you are now literally dead weight get out of here <laughs> yes they, they no know there's nothing weight. they can do yeah. yeah well i like the fact that i mean 
at least the rest of the team is innocent of any of the wrongdoing. Yes. Like no one else had it was yeah. doing anything or even knew about it. So really, the only guilty party left is Stephen Baldwin. Right. Well, you know, you can do things. You when can you're do undercover. drug deals while you're undercover. It's you're cool. allowed. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Even though all that drug, all those drugs are out on the street now. <laughs> yeah, and also the money is now with the parachute people. Yep. Yeah. Shit. Uh, yeah. Hmm. They'll probably seize that money. They're gonna Maybe. have to find new money. Yeah. Well, yeah, they'll get sponsors because so they won. Yeah, that's right. They do yeah, get sponsors. They're gonna be sponsored oh. by Fuddruckers. Yes. And one eight hundred skydiving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which we should call. <laughs> we should call them for no, an interview in the second half of the show. <laughs> I think it's a real thing. Okay. It's the right number of letters. One eight hundred skydive. Yep. Anyway, let's rate. Let's rate this movie. Okay. Yes, one eight hundred skydive does exist. Good, nice. <laughs> figured it probably did. Um, special note for the music. No, absolutely fucking terrible. Yes, mm-hmm. like among the worst soundtracks ever. Pretty bad. It's up there. Like it's whenever there's supposed to be quickly. a fist pumping montage, it's like smooth jazz or. Yeah, but when it's when it's doing any action stuff, it is like stereotypical late '90s breakbeat. Yeah, garbage. It's pure but garbage. But it sounds like someone who doesn't really understand the music, but kind of knows what it sounds like, just decided to make something that sounded similar. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I could I could stand the skydiving probably all 500 minutes of it in this movie <laughs> if it wasn't scored with that. Yeah. Because, yeah, the, the music right, we is just, we atrocious. Hit a cer- we hit a certain point in the movie, and I'm getting more into the actual rating part now. We hit a certain point in the movie where I was like, did, did we rent, like, IMAX skydive that just happens to look like shit. Like, <laughs> yes, yes, we did. I mean, because yep. that's what I started to feel like. I was like, I feel like I'm watching some kind of, you know, video where it's like you buy one of those Red Bull skydive videos and it's just <laughs> right. skydive after skydive after mm-hmm. skydive. Like, holy shit, I'm masturbating all over the skydiving. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. <laughs> but you finish unless you're skydiving. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't know. It just, it, it, God, just that center section of the movie is just like enough with the goddamn skydiving. Yeah, I I don't know because like usually each cut is Berenger saying again, and then it cuts to more faster. skydiving, and we're just like enough. Yeah, we'll take your word for it. Show the progression yeah. in a much shorter montage. That's how montages yeah. work. I I hate to say it, I'm going to go ahead and give my rating. I I can't in good conscience give this a jocks rating. It's a I was going to get a single bag. I I just. I, it's enough on the side of I can't recommend it because I. But it's not like bad. There's there's moments of good. There's a couple of funny things that happen. A couple. A couple. But I mean, it's just it's not fun to watch at all. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, I can give it one jocks. Okay. For Tom Berenger at the end. Yeah. Tom Berenger at the end earns it that single jocks because otherwise I was completely ambivalent towards this movie yeah. and actively bored by it. Until I, that happens, I would suggest that there's got to be like clips of him after the second he takes the drugs, because like that's <laughs> really the best thing to watch. Mm-hmm. There's got to be clips out there. Or maybe we have to make them. Yeah, there yeah, may not I, be a big cutaway representation I, on on the web. Yeah, in no way can I go higher than that. Mm. I can. I can go two jocks. <laughs> How about you, Chuck? Can you can you beat that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, beat it. I dare I, you. I can beat it in the correct way, which is three bags. Really? Wow. <laughs> oh. I actually Damn. thought, it, I mean, you can I don't know. Do, I, I liked the skydive stuff. And you can do skydive stuff, but you can put interesting stuff in with it. Point break, terminal velocity, drop zone. They all have other things going on. 
there's only so much skydiving you can watch in a movie I, before you just go it's had, more skydiving i also I, had fun enjoying stephen baldwin wearing that stupid <laughs> that <Puma> hat. <laughs> no, the um oh the mario brothers jumpsuit no oh. the the stupid uh the mom jeans with the tucked in t-shirt he wore a lot of stupid things apparently <laughs> in this yeah. movie we yes have, we haven't but imagine him imagining him wearing that stupid barney costume <laughs> <laughs> he forever will be that character yeah. for us now yeah so. His stupid hair. Hey, hey Fred, <laughs> I'm jumping out of an airplane. Hey, come on, Red, am I your number seven now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there's so little to actually enjoy in this movie. The the Tom Berenger drunk stuff at the end is great, and I, you know, like Baldwin's beard at the beginning is pretty good. <laughs> and, and the fact that his hair color keeps changing yeah, throughout the movie. There's a couple dogs in the movie. That's all right yeah. with me, but, you know. I just, if they wanted to do the skydiving right, they should have been rehearsing more than one yeah sequence yeah of what they do right i, I just that think, at like, least would have been interesting to see them doing other stuff but when you're doing the exact same move over and over and over it's like watching someone practice free throws yeah it's like all right you just hit 50 free throws in a row that was really fucking boring yeah i i just think some of the movies we watch i could go back and and like put them on and maybe do other stuff around the house and still be entertained by it. and i just like there's nothing in this i would want to revisit except those quick moments of behringer at the end mm-hmm. so Three bags. Wow, mixed 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 movie here. Mixed yeah. bags. Mixed bags. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> shall we take a break? Yeah, get let's back for cut away to the break. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I get it. Ha! All right, welcome back. Hey, second half. It's the Golden Jocks half. Holy yeah. shit! But, but but first, oh. we got a couple of other movies. To oh talk about. oh, a little cleanup, a little cleanup here. Um, so I think Chuck and I were on the same page. We we're like, man, we need to see some more 2013 movies so that we can make a good general consensus of 2013 movies yep. before we declare everything. So. Correct. Uh, go ahead, Chuck. Tell me, tell me, what did you watch? A uh, j- couple of quick things. I watched uh, Two Guns, which you talked about, and mm-hmm. I kind of pretty much agree. It's kind of like. It's all right. It's watchable. It's entertaining. Uh, I think that uh, Denzel and Marky Mark deserve a better movie. Yeah. They are really good with each other. But just the rest of the movies just sort of like, what is that? What is this? This doesn't make any sense. This is dumb. Um, and like the way Bill Paxton comes in and you're like, holy shit, Bill Paxton. And then by the end, it's just like, eh. yeah, he's he they don't really yeah. stay consistent with his no. character. But uh, all the people popping up in it was was fun. I, the cast is good. It's just, you know. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and then I watched Elysium, uh-huh. which I, I, okay. I get that that movie has a message. It's subtle. <laughs> not really. I take that in a sarcastic way. Yeah. It's not subtle. It beats you over the goddamn head. And not only is it not subtle, it's really dumb the way they present it. Cause basically like the people who have, they have magic space beds that cure anything that ails you. But they can't give that to the peons on Earth because, well, we can't have productive people working in our factories because that's crazy. Our space bed costs space dollars and we can't give that to the poor people. It's just a dumb premise and I couldn't get past that. It mm-hmm. really irritated me okay. that the entire premise was they have space beds and we don't. So I my child has compound multiple f- leg fractures and we don't know how to fix that on Earth. We can only fix it in the magical particle bed. So... 
I don't know. There, there, there was a lot of disappointing stuff in that movie. Mm. I wanted to like it. I wanted to like it a lot, and I just just couldn't. I tried. I tried so hard. Sorry, dude. Happens. Yeah. So I take it those are not going to be in your top five? No. Okay. No. Okay. Makes sense. Um, I'll blow through the three I watched to catch up. Uh, all right. Just because I have a very meh opinion on all, all three of them. Sweet. Uh, I guess... I'll talk about the biggest box office one first. I saw Oz the Great and Powerful. That came out this year. Oz the yeah. Great yeah. Oh, it feels old. Yeah, I saw that this year. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's not in my top five. No, it's not in my <laughs> top five. I, it's better than I thought it was going to be, mm-hmm. strangely. That third act's a lot of fun. Yeah, but... And I, I don't know. I mean, I know you were complaining about the uh, oh look CG part, you know, where it's like suddenly it gets to Oz, and mm-hmm. but I, I kind of appreciated it just because I think they had big shoes to fill of that initial shock of you were in color, widescreen, everything in, in the in the original one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, so that didn't really bother me. It just it's very weird. I, I, it's disappointing to me because it, it felt like Sam Raimi has gone completely into like. Well, we were going to hire Tim Burton, but we just got him instead. But, hey, Sam, just direct this like Tim Burton would. Is everything I felt about that movie. Yeah. Um, just people were just bumbling into things. I, that's one of my biggest pet peeves of movies is, like, nobody really has a motivation. It's like things just work out. You know, it's just like, do-do-do-do-do. Oh, the perfect thing just happened. You know? Yeah, the swept down the river movie. Yeah, and it's just that, that entire movie felt that way for the most part until the very end where it was like, Okay, I guess we have a plan now. But no. I don't know. It was kind of pretty to look at movie wise, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it was really nice in three D. Yeah, say that. But yeah, that doesn't make up for yeah. Um, like so much of that has faded completely from my memory. Yeah. Uh, okay, I guess the next biggest movie I watched is um, I watched that movie Don John, the the jiggled, written and directed and starring movie Don John. Yeah. You know. I have a thing about movies is I will watch a movie about people. I kind of want to hate if you have a point, mm-hmm. this movie does not. I just want everyone in that movie, not the people making it per se, but I want everyone, the characters in that movie just die in a fire and they never change that by the end of the movie. I just want everyone to die in that movie. Wow. <laughs> It's not that kind so of movie. So you're saying it's a feel good comedy? No, it's just like if, if you're gonna if you're gonna make a movie like that with people that are utter like you know rejects from the Jersey Shore, you've got to have a point. You've got to have them change or something. But they're just somehow they're just despi- they're just despicable the entire movie, and it never really changes. That's not good. So I I was disappointed to say the least because I, I like Jiggle in movies acting wise. I thought maybe he might have something in his pocket for writing and directing, but no. Mm. Yep. No. That's, that's too bad. And the last one is I watched um, Jobs, the Steve Jobs movie with Ashton Kutcher. Well, how was that? How was the Jobs? Uh, <laughs> I feel like I've heard that story a bajillion times and it didn't add anything new to it. You know, like I, if you've seen Pirates of Silicon Valley, you've seen half of this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just every documentary thing that's out there. I mean, he, he does a surprisingly good job as Steve Jobs. I mean, I know, I realize uh-huh. the absurdity of that sentence as soon as I started to say it, but sure. um, yeah, I mean, that's the kind of thing is like, I give him credit for actually surprising me as an actor, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's just that movie adds nothing that I didn't already know kind of thing. It's it just felt like an exercise in why am I watching this? That was kind of how it looked from yeah. every possible preview. Kind of felt like a cash and it was like, oh, Steve Jobs is dead. Quick, film this. Well, I thought, 
I thought that there there was I thought this was the official like it had been signed off on by the official biography that guy Walter I, Walter Isaacson yeah. thing no no <laughs> no yeah no I, I thought that this this was like the a lot of people are going to do this but we're the ones that have the blessing blah blah no yeah no not at all so I feel like I saw the trailer and I was like that's probably enough yeah I think I get the story yeah pretty much yep so but anyway so those are my yeah. those are my math now I have I have one last movie not a 2013 movie I'm going to be try to be brief about don't this. talk about it. Uh, it's just a movie that angered me so much that I have to I feel I have to say something about it. Okay, BJ, you attempted to watch this movie. I don't think you made it very far, and you fell asleep. The story of your life in movies. <laughs> I watched the entirety of John Dies at the End. Oh, I I made it through a majority of that movie before I said fuck it and fell asleep. Well, that was the right decision to make because that movie never gets, gets anywhere. Better, yeah, it- no. Um, that is a broken fucking movie <laughs> in every conceivable way. Yeah, it does absolutely nothing to introduce you to the world it's trying to present. It it just drops you in, and you're like, and they do the mess with timeline type thing. I think it's one of those movies like I'm not even entirely sure mm-hmm. because like suddenly you're watching this movie and you're like, oh, this is like a Buffy supernatural buddies fighting evil thing. Wait, no, it's not at all. No, um, and I still don't know where that fits into it all. It, it paints this weird fiction, which I'm being told that the book, I didn't even realize it was based on a book, it does a lot better. But this movie is broken. It's it's told by somebody who probably masturbated to Donnie Darko a thousand <laughs> times, and we're like, we can fucking make this. And I, I will say, like, at the time, I think I enjoyed Donnie Darko. I'm glad I haven't tried to watch it now. Mm-hmm. I think that movie would probably piss me off royally now where yeah. I'm at in my life. And this movie did that. Mm. Like, it's just, we're going to be weird for weird sake and attempt to appear smarter than we are. I think it was the guy who made Phantasm and, like, Bubba Hotep. Yep, it is. Okay. Yeah, well... And Beastmaster. Yeah, Beastmaster. This, Beast this movie Master. was yeah. directed by that guy? Yeah. Yep. Well, this is a broken-ass movie that I, I at no point in time had any fun with. Okay. <laughs> Not <laughs> a right. recommendation. No. And, like, when it's over, it's just like the fuck was the point of that? Like, I mean, like if you're going to be, it, <laughs> did he die at the end? <laughs> well, if it's that much of a spoiler, no then ish. Okay. Uh, it's, it's hard to oh, explain. That's so were the they just time travel? The, it's time travel versus crap. demons, yeah. aliens. Yeah. Thing. Now I remember not uh, liking any of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just not. So good. really the title is just saying he dies at the end of his life. I sure. That's okay. nice. I don't know, but like it, it, <laughs> sure. it was just so disjointed. Like the movie would suddenly like, okay, it's this kind of movie now. Okay, it's this kind of movie now. Like and and every time like it was like starting this, I was like, okay, I, I could watch this movie. Oh wait, it's not, it's not that movie now. Okay, <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah, mind. every time I started to be like, all right, maybe I'll I'll give this I'll I'll settle into it here. No, so <laughs> I complete anti recommendation. I'm sorry. Yeah, bummer. Uh, but that's a shame. All right. Well, I wanted, I, I, wanted to, watch it. I wanted to go on that low end so that we can now talk about the good. Yeah. Wait, no, John dies at the end was a 2013 movie. Was yeah. it? Yeah. Kind of like January, but way IMDb early. listed as 2012. So it's probably one of those that they, it was limited in like release. Two, yeah. Two okay. markets well, in. All right. Fine. So it counts. Christmas. Is it going to make your list? No. All right. No, <laughs> no. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So none of us got to see uh smaug <laughs> no. or uh, wolf of wall street, right? No, no. I, so, I started to go last night, but then I realized the, uh, the length of the movie and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be going at like 10 o'clock. I, I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, movies, stop being so long. Yeah, we don't need a three-hour movie. Yeah. 
what is this the 60s yeah yeah the heck yeah i, I still am going to go see it i just i want to go yeah. like i, I want to see it day. as well but me too i don't know when no i just don't know i don't know how um do we want to do honorable mentions before we get into proper sure. list okay yeah, i got a few all right um go ahead I've been uh, talking. my honorable mentions this is the end i thought was super funny and even though it was very improv i like where they went with a lot of it even though there are a few scenes where it's, it does the improv thing of like let's just stretch this out beyond reason and keep talking like this to keep the improv going you know there, there's a little bit of that but that movie is still hilarious and just you know i just still enjoy people just calling james franco james franco and never just you know call him jim or james or the idea that that. continues to make me laugh yep uh riddick was a movie that i thought was way better than it had any right to be even though it completely loses its way by the end of the second half but it has that scene where he's uh where they have him chained up and he fucking murders that guy and it's great yeah i will Uh, will second riddick so just to (laughs) knock it off the list yeah but yeah the, the first the first hour of that movie is so good like among the best things all year uh world's end i really liked i don't feel it was quite up to the level of the other um cornetto trilogy yeah cornetto movies but it's still you know i don't think edgar wright will ever make a movie that i don't enjoy on some level but it's just not quite there and pain and gain is a movie i figured i was gonna hate but enough people said it was gonna be good and that's it's it's just an exercise in kind of like you said harlow where it's like it's okay if the characters are assholes as long as there's something interesting going on around them and they're they go somewhere with what they're doing mm-hmm. and this is a movie entirely populated by assholes yet it was still super entertaining and super interesting and you even kind of end up rooting for some of them in a little bit of a way but not quite now imagine those guys that work out and chase pussy all the time but they never really change that's don john yeah <laughs> And, and add, guys, to the, yeah. add to the fact that he watches porn. That's that's the real selling factor of that movie is like, I want to put brief porn clips throughout mm-hmm. the entirety of this movie. Oh, sure. But yeah, but I mean, that that seems like the kind of movie that only Michael Bay could make. Yeah. So it feels like among his, it's strange to say, but most personal almost. It's it's very, it's strange in a way that it's in having a long him, time. Yeah. Having him scale back in that way made him a much better filmmaker because I think there is stuff he gets away with that nobody else does yeah. in that movie. It, but yeah, those are my runners. Just to piggyback on that. That's my only um, honorable mention is pain and gain. It was, it was so close. It was far and above better than everything else that was on my list, but just didn't crack my top five. Yeah. Um, I I was worried going into that movie that I was going to hate it because the characters are not redeemable really at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just so well made. And the people in it are people that you like. That helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, BJ, do you have any honorable mentions? I don't. I saw uh, seven or eight 2013 movies in 2013, and uh, the ones that aren't my top five don't come anywhere near <laughs> okay. making the cut. Super uh, buddies? Nope. No. Okay. Oh, super. Buddies. All right. Well, I'll, I'll be quick with my honorable mentions. Uh, I actually am going to put Elysium in my honorable mentions. I I understand that it was beat you over the head. Mission. Uh, you know message in the movie but Mm -hmm. the action bits of that and charlotte copley in that movie make up for it in my mind just just there's some strong stuff just just a look at that movie i mean the the look in the universe that they built in that movie while it may be dumb when you think when you break it down yeah still it's just i i don't know if i've ever seen a better world building movie Mm -hmm. than that just 
set direction wise and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here's here's where I get a little bit uh, a little bit of shocking that they, these didn't make my top five. Uh, the Wolverine, not in my top five, though I really really enjoyed that movie. What? And also Iron Man three. I, I think that's a very strong movie. It's just not in my top five. I saw five better five better movies. Wow. Um, and I say this as the comic book guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, not in my top five. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Well, I interestingly mean, enough, I'll piggyback on that. Where my number five is Iron Man three. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I love having Shane Black back, yes. basically, and that they let him make a huge budget superhero movie. And it, that movie takes a lot of risks with what it's doing as far as taking Iron Man out of the suit. But they also do a lot of the logical things that need to happen, like after the Avengers, you know, to get away from the whole, well, why doesn't you just call Thor? You know, that sort of <laughs> stuff, which is kind of the response for everything or, you know, should be the response for everything. Yeah. You know, it's like something's wrong. Call Thor. Yeah. Call He's Captain the only guy America. that can literally teleport. So you can yeah. call Thor and be there in five minutes, use his godlike powers, and go away. Yeah. So he's Thor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, but just uh, that movie has a kid in it that I don't hate, which is Whoa. a huge bonus. I will actually agree with kind that. of Whoa. like. Yeah. Ag- that kid was all right. Yeah. <laughs> and and that it's just it's the huge fuck you to comic book fans. That's part of it with uh, with one of the main characters is kind of great. I mean, it kind of sucks for if you were to really go into a Marvel Universe thing, but it's kind of hilarious how it works out. I in don't that care. Movie. I thought it, I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, but it just a really solid, well-made movie with a lot of fun stuff. There's there is dumb stuff in it, but I was able to overlook a lot of that because I was enjoying how well written the dialogue was and how well um, Robert Downey Jr. was delivering it. Okay, so. Should we just go clockwise here around the table? Uh, however you want to do it. Sure. BJ, hit us with your number five. Mm, uh, I changed <laughs> it at the last second. Um, now it's Super Buddies, isn't it? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I just looked at it and like, wait a minute, that's not right. Um, no, my number five for this year uh, is World War Z. Okay. Uh, it it doesn't make the list for any reason other than it wasn't shit. And it's one of the seven movies that I saw this year. All right. I think that's your new book. <laughs> one of the seven movies to see this year. If before, you only see oh, seven unless movies. Unless you're John and you die at the end. You should write a BuzzFeed. You, should, yeah. <laughs> if you, only you see won't seven believe. Movies, see seven, <laughs> there are seven movies I've seen yeah. this year, and you won't believe what makes the list. <laughs> the first five made me cry. The rest made me amazed. <laughs> Okay. okay. One weird trick for seeing more movies. This year. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, number five for me. Uh, I thought it would be higher, but th- one, there was a lot of stuff really strong this year, and two, there, this wasn't as strong as I hoped it would be. Uh, Anchorman two. I really, really liked it. I laughed a hell of a lot during Anchorman two, but there are four four movies that came out this year that are better. Yeah. So. Yeah. I I almost put that even in my honorable mentions. It is better than I thought it was going to be. Um, but my number five, unlike Mackie, I think it gets a spot is The World's End. I I love The World's End. Um, it didn't let me down really at all. I I don't know. <laughs> I just I can't say anything more about it than I've already said. I just think it's a really strong movie. And I laughed a lot, was amazed where it went by the end, and that's all I needed. Yeah, it, it goes, goes some completely insane places yeah, it does. by the end of that movie. Yeah. 
So. It absolutely does. Yeah. I know it's going to come up again, so I'm just letting you go on. Okay. All right. Uh, my number four, the Wolverine. I really... I'm still amazed at how much I enjoyed that movie. But I think it helped having very little expectations from a Marvel mutant movie. Sure. Because basically everything but first class kind of isn't particularly good. Hey. Especially... X-Men 2 is awesome. Especially Origins Wolverine uh, is... After that, I mean, Jesus. But James Mangold is a guy who really doesn't get enough credit for the stuff that he's done thus far. And I think he nails Wolverine as a character and how to use him in the proper ways. And I still need to watch the extended cut, which has apparently a whole lot more action in the scene near the end, which was one of our biggest complaints we had was that there is an awesome setup with ninjas and then it doesn't happen. But apparently in the extended cut, it all happens. So looking forward to watching that one. But I mean, that just, it, it, to me, it feels like the perfect, perfect Wolverine movie and it was great because it detached itself almost entirely from all the rest of the movie continuity that it had hmm. aside from a couple things but it's just it's a much better story because they didn't try and cram a bunch of shit into it that didn't need to be there and that train sequence is way better than it had any right to be especially from the previews that look like garbage and it actually plays out in a really nice way in the movie hmm. I liked it very good. Um, number four, G.I. Joe Retaliation. <laughs> um, it, <laughs> it was a I, lean it, year for you, wasn't it? <laughs> well, no, it gets really good. These last three are really fantastic. Okay. So these two are like your honorable mentions. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Okay. I have a top three and then two honorable mentions. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, that's why I have no honorable mentions. I also have no honor. Um, Did you mention that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I have I have no honor unmentionables. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. But I put my unmentionables on her. That was a good one. I like it. Good. Um, but I mean, Jesus. I had fun with it. But yeah, it we had a good time. You know, it it wasn't. There are things that upset me about that movie last year. And um, oh so, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You had a it was so, an uphill battle with you anyway. It was, it was. So it, I could, I could probably keep flip flopping World War Z and GI Joe Retaliation. So let's just call them both honorable mentions. And I <laughs> okay, only have a top three. Fair All enough. Right. Uh, my number four would be Olympus Has Fallen, which I totally did not expect. By the end of the year, I would be saying Olympus Has Fallen is one of the best five movies of the year. But especially after seeing White House Down it just sort of cemented how good that movie is to me. And it, it's good in a lot of ways. Like we like movies. Mm-hmm. It just, when it gets actiony, it is just like, Holy shit. This movie is just not stopping. And then it goes a notch above that. And then it's like, okay, that was pretty crazy. And then it goes a notch above that. So I have to give that movie a lot of credit. Okay. A little bit of a shocker. My number four is a uh, fast and furious six. <laughs> I mean, just you better have some yeah. shit that's out of this world. Some shit, that's I, fine. Well, it, justify that are in it. Three, two, and one. Talk about I, it. I, it, it's it's a very strong movie. It's not Fast Five, and I recognize that. And and it's got some things that that do whole new levels of crazy in that movie. Don't get me wrong. It's just it's still not Fast Five, and I can't shake that. I I, I can't separate myself from the fact that it's not as strong as the movie before. Mm-hmm. And I think 
Fast Five is legitimately good and crazy, but it's also coming off of four movies where you don't expect that. Like, like there was no reason to believe Fast Five was going to be the movie that it was. Right. You'd seen four movies that were dude bro car race movies that are all good in their own little right, mm-hmm. but they weren't Fast Five. And now Fast Six was like, you know, that Fast Five, here's another movie from the same guy. Let's see if it can live up to it. Yeah. And it mostly did. Yep. It's just, it's not, it doesn't have that like, oh my God, a best movie ever feel to it. And so I'm, I'm putting it in my place or putting it in yeah. its place <laughs> for the, because of that. That's a fair assessment. And it's those same reasons that it's my number three. Mm-hmm. It, I like it. I like it a lot. It feels way more forced than Fast Five does. Fast Five is almost effortless in how it flows through the story and hits the crazy points and doesn't it doesn't feel like it's trying so hard whereas fast and furious 6 really felt like they were trying so hard to do all these things to one up everything that was in fast five and while it's cool it's kind of not it just doesn't work out the way you'd want it to and when a character dies it kind of has no impact whatsoever on me or anyone watching the movie yeah you know it's kind of like all right well that's a bummer too bad you know so it it just it didn't hit quite the way i wanted it to but i still enjoyed the hell out of it but yeah it's i love that it's a number three of the year and we're like yeah Yeah. well Well, i mean from us you know yeah it but expectations would be that when you have that high a bar in front of you where you have one of the best action movies of the past 10 years yeah and you're following that up, you know, it's tough. Mm-hmm. BJ, into your real list now. Yeah, and I just I just can't decide if I want to flip-flop these uh, number two and three. Um, it's a real tough decision, and I don't know which way to go. You must choose. I'm going to go with Fast and Furious 6. Okay. I'm going to I am going to flip-flop like I like I planned to do seconds ago. We just talked you into it. Um, <laughs> Synergy. It It's fucking awesome. Um it rules, but it does not you know, it rules at like middle management ruling. Um <laughs> It I, rules accounting. Yeah. <laughs> um I mean it I got excited and it was awesome, but I expected to be excited and I expected it to be awesome. So it did its job really, really well, um, but it didn't "quote unquote" blow me away like um, a, like my top two. I feel like I should almost move it up just on principle, um, but no, it's okay. I only have a top three, so it's special to even make it. Exactly, <laughs> that's a good way to think of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number three is Fast Six. Um, for all the reasons stated, I I think that. Fast Five, for all of its craziness, also had a credible story. It was a heist movie. Mm -hmm. And then you get to six, and it's like, I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, I don't don't even know. It's like Michelle Rodriguez is alive, and there's a guy who's mean. And then there's just a bunch of set pieces to get you from scene to scene. In in five, they're creating all all the action. In six, they're always reacting. Right. They, yes. are, they are not the catalyst for what's going on. Right. And it's tougher to root for your protagonist when they're just chasing someone yeah. as opposed to when they're actively making things happen. Yeah. And and five had the dynamic of the rock going after them 
Mm-hmm. And in this movie, he's just sort of teamed up with him to go stop someone else. And you don't really have that rivalry that paid off so well at the end of Fast Five with the fucking best handshake in the history of movies. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, and it doesn't have them throwing each other through walls. Uh, I will say that there are two things in Fast Six that made me laugh to where I thought I was going to pass out in the movie theater. Uh, the one thing on the bridge in particular oh, yeah. where just fucking physics, fuck you, don't exist, is I've never laughed so hard. I, 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 whatever happened in the next five minutes of that mm-hmm. movie, I have no idea because it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yep. So yeah, it's a superhero movie. Yeah. It, and it's it, the it, second greatest handshake, by the way. What? Oh, that's right. You're right. Sorry. Predator. Sorry. Sorry. Predator. Fucked it up. Yeah. So, um, so for those very reasons, my number three is actually your number four. Uh, a lot, a lot goes into my picks because <laughs> of shock value. Like, like when you hit something and you're like, holy shit, like mm-hmm. you were not expecting fast five to be so good. For me, Olympus Has Fallen hit me that way. I was watching that movie going, I can't believe not like everybody's not talking about this movie. Yeah. So when that hit me, I was like, what the hell am I watching? This is fucking, this is getting better and better and better. Mm-hmm. And so it actually, in the action category, it's higher than Fast 6. Yeah. I, it, Olympus it, Has Fallen is damn good, and it, it's my number three. It has that Fast 5 shock value. This has no right to be this good, but it's really good. Yeah, like, I mean, almost to the point, it's like, like I said, if this was a Die Hard movie, it might, besides the first one, it might be the best Die Hard movie. Kind of would be. You know? <laughs> like, it would it just, be so easy for yeah, it to be. I need to watch this. You really do. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my number three. Sweet. All right. My number two. Probably going to anger a lot of people, but it's Pacific Rim. <gasps> it's not number one. Oh, no. I. You broke my heart. I know. <laughs> I'm internet hating Pacific Rim right now because it's my number two of the year. But, mm-hmm. um, I am so happy that I didn't see previews beforehand and tried to avoid watching trailers or anything for that movie. All I saw were TV commercials. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, just stuff like the bat, you know, just so many unexpected things in that movie and just del Toro using the scale of all this stuff so well I mean, it just establishing this entire world, having these fun characters like a guy named goddamn Stacker Pentecost. <laughs> Stacker and, Pentecost. And you can't just, say that name without growing chest hair. I know. I know. It, it. I love the movie. I just wish somehow the action that I loved in that second act was just as good in the third act. But I think that's what lets me down ultimately about that movie. I mean, it's still, to me, it's still a five-star movie, but I just wish that ending worked better than it does because that, it's like, it's like if the safe chase had been in the middle of Fast Five, it's like, mm. what the fuck do you do then? Because mm-hmm. that fight in the middle of the movie in the bay and It's then, better than the fight at the end, yeah. Yeah, like, it's phenomenal. It is the best thing I saw all year, is that fight, and I just wish that the third act had that, but... Yeah that's probably the only knock I have against that movie because it's just a ton of fun and, and it's populated with a bunch in, and it bugs me that people bitch about that movie. Like, Oh, who cares about the characters? You know, you just want to get back to the robot action. It's like, no, I actually like a ton of those characters in that movie. Yeah. You There's want a more lot of, of them, really fun, goofy characters in it yeah. that work for that type of movie. And it, you know, it's just, it's a bummer that so many people just dismiss them. Like they were, Oh, they're poorly written because it's a monster giant robot movie. And it's like, no, they're actually really cool. So, yeah, there you go. It's my number two. There's one movie better. Oh, okay. 
Well, that's a fair choice. Um, I can't <laughs> say that you're right, but it's it's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, the World's End is my number two. I laughed my damn fool head off, and then it got crazy. And the place that movie goes when it goes there, I don't even know how to talk this movie up. Um, well, it's one of those movies, the less you know about it, the better it is. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I knew nothing except, like, there was, I think, a pub crawl. Yeah. That's yeah, all I that's knew about all, it. That's all I knew about it. Yeah, is, that's all you know. should know. Yep. I think that movie's biggest strength is how long they take letting you get to know all those characters before things go crazy. They do a great job just nailing those characters into the, you know, securing them to the workbench, mm-hmm. and then and then they just flip on all the fucking power tools and let it go. It's yep. like a From Dust Till Dawn kind of thing where it's literally the first half of the movie where it's like none of the crazy shit has even started Mm -hmm. it's just here's these characters doing stuff and then all of a sudden gone i was kind of expecting like you know just them trying to get through yeah and when it turned into (laughs) them still trying to get through it's it was just brilliant um and it it kind of tied the other two movies of the Cornetto trilogy, you know, it, it tied them all up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially because I've, you know, this year I finally saw, um, hot fuzz, hot fuzz. Yeah. And so everything's kind of, I, I actually saw both Shaun of the dead and hot fuzz. So I saw all three movies this year. It's pretty and, good year. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it kind of sewed everything up and, uh, made me realize just how brilliant all three of those are kind of together. And they're almost, in a way, almost a bit of the same movie. Um, but but not. It's it's complicated. That thought just came into my head, and <laughs> I haven't had time to flesh it out. But they, so workshop that one. Yeah, they're, they're very <laughs> similar, um, and not just because of Cornetto's. Um, it's true. But Well, for my money, Simon Pegg's performance in that is probably my favorite one of the year. Because he's your favorite Simon Pegg performance of the year? No, oh. of anybody. I, I think he's just like he's that. He's the perfect amount of asshole, but with the perfect amount of obliviousness to how much of an asshole he is. Mm-hmm. We all know a guy like so, that. yeah, yeah. But he's still like you're still rooting for him. Yeah, somehow still, like, you know that you want to hang out with him every once in a while. Like every six months, you want to call him up and be like, "Let's do it." Yeah. Well, like early on, we're there in the car, and one of them's like. You know, he paid me back the 600 pounds that he owed me. And then they're like, wait, you borrowed 200 for... Ah, oh, you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's just, la, 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 you know, and they're all just like, oh, son of a bitch. And then, <laughs> But no one gets so pissed that it's like, fuck this, I'm adult. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, my number two, uh, you were talking about Elysium doing world building. Well, mm-hmm. watching Elysium helped me solidify my choice for this one, which is Oblivion. I think for my money in terms of world building, that movie does it remarkably well. Uh, that movie story-wise is a little iffy, but I think from start to finish, looking at that movie and listening to that movie and just having that movie unfold is just breathtaking. I I, I am so impressed with the technical aspects of that movie that um, just like while I was watching Elysium, I was like, you know what, Oblivion was better. Okay, that just that that mm-hmm. thought kept striking me because the, kind of the same look to them. So. That movie came out at the wrong time for yeah, me. Yeah, it totally did. Because it came out at the I wrong keep, time for a lot of people. I keep meaning to watch it, and I keep missing, like, just forgetting about it. Yeah. If it helps at all, I, I will agree, the world building in that movie is really good. It felt to me like if Moon was an action movie. 
because it, it feels like the same DNA of like science fiction, it science does. future. It does kind of like, have that vibe of everything feels that kind of way. And but you know, just it's an action movie too. Yeah. So if it, that spurs you on to watch it anymore, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna watch it. I just, okay. I just love Tom Cruise. Just, I mean, he's a Tom crazy Cr- motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> but he picks his movies really well. Yeah. So I can't argue that either. Um. So my number two is I'm I. Can guarantee you is going to lead into Mackie's number one, so I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It's my number two is Gravity. Um, mm-hmm. I I can already already tell you that's Mackie's number one. So mm-hmm. spoilers. Jeez, uh, <laughs> good guess. Yeah. Um, it's we we've said it before. You know what you want to do in a movie and get it done, and don't waste any time. And that movie is kind of king of that. Uh, it, it's just a toit toit ninety minutes. It's they put together <laughs> so very well. <laughs> And uh, I don't know. I mean, talking about performances, I mean, Sandra Bullock in that movie basically doing a one-woman show is impressive. And I'm not even, like, that big of a Sandra Bullock fan. I don't dislike her, but I've never, like, you know, she's never done anything as remarkable as what she does in this movie to the point that it's like, here's she's always been a fixture in movies, and then suddenly it's like, holy shit, okay, girl can act. You know, and it's it's shocking and... I mean, Clooney's around for when he's around, and he's charming and Clooney-esque when he needs to be. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that movie's just edge of your seat good and fun, and it's a damn fine movie. So. Yeah, uh, that is my number one. Gravity is, it's an intense 90 minutes, and it feels longer than that. And I think it's, it's so, like, I I have, tra- it's it's tough to shock me with a movie, and at least on the filmmaking level, mm-hmm. but that movie actually shocked me with so many scenes where it was like, how the fuck did you do this? And then not only that, but just, I think when Harlow, when we first talked about it, you're like, I haven't seen things that look like that in a movie before. Mm-hmm. And there are multiple shots like that where it's like, I've never seen anything that looks like this. Mm. And it's, it's, a crazy action survival movie, but with heart to it that you actually, I think paring down the cast to one person pretty much for the majority of the movie is the smartest decision they made. And yeah, Sandra Bullock, I could not give two fucks about Sandra Bullock, but I think she's fantastic in this movie. And yeah, I I just, I, I want Crone to make more movies. I want him to put out a movie every year, but they'll never be as good as this (laughs) if he were doing that. But it's, it's nice to have him back and it's nice to see, you know, a movie that has 12 second long shots. I know they were or 12 minute long, God, 12 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it kind of is. Too, yeah. Nice, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but, but no, but like a uh, 12 minute long shots in it that mm-hmm. I know they're CG aided and all that stuff, but it's still, it looks great. It sets the tone and the, and uh, it's weird, but it, it sets the, in the in the beginning, it sets the menial nature of so much of what they're doing, mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, we got to get this screw out. Oh, the screw's flying away. We got to grab it. You know, like the timing of it by having it all take place in one shot mm-hmm. gives you kind of the idea that they're just used to methodical whatever. And then when shit goes completely wrong, you know, and there's parts where it's like, okay, you're about to run out of oxygen, you know, and not having a cut through that whole part, it's like makes you feel that stuff so much that. You know, it, it was it was just I was tense. Yeah, I was so tense, and I didn't realize how tense I was until the movie was over. And I was like, I think my muscles hurt because I've just <laughs> been 
clenching and flexing and just antsy for 90 straight freaking minutes. Hmm. Yeah. I, I really hope Interstellar is good because it's immediately going to get c- compared to this. Any future space movie is going to immediately get compared yeah. to this, if, especially if it's a realistic space movie. People be like, well, mm-hmm. it didn't do what Gravity did. Gravity did that so much better. And, yeah. and there's leaps of logic. There's leaps of things that it's like, there's no fucking way that would work in space, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. You're, you're, mm-hmm. you're in it when you're in the movie, but... Yeah, there are a few scientific errors, but they're so few, and they're not easily picked out by someone who's not like an astrophysicist that it feels 100% real as you're watching it. Hmm. So... I, I thought it was fantastic. It was my favorite movie this year. Yeah, I saw a um, a, a neat thing about how they did the um, the lighting for some of those some of those scenes with oh yeah the LED uh, LED mm-hmm. uh, screen box. So they basically built this nine foot by nine foot by nine foot box of LED monitors. Yeah, and played what was supposed to be going on around the actors inside this fully enclosed box. And that was the actual lighting for these scenes. Mm, yeah. For some so of the, the reflections on the helmets would look right. And yeah. Cool. Yeah. Just, it's one of those where it's like they have the budget to think of everything. They went through a lot of trouble to make that film look good. Yeah. So Well, it paid off. Good for them. That I'm, film looks fucking phenomenal. Can't wait to see it at home. <laughs> um, <laughs> so should we just make number one easy? Because I'm pretty sure it's... Pretty unanimous it's around pretty the easy. around the bend here, around the around yeah. the important uh, yeah. L of the table. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, rather than you know trying to build up any kind of suspense. Oh, uh, drum roll, please. I <laughs> know. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, it's so um, obvious. Medea saves Christmas. Yes. Yay! 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 No, oh, uh, no uh, I don't even know actually what the name of the Medea Christmas. Doesn't matter. Movie is. Sure. We'll never Except watch. for Medea like 600 people rioted in a Jacksonville movie theater. Oh yeah, that's at right. A Jacksonville movie theater over oh. it. It was but, arranged. Um, that was it. Was a riot. Yeah. It was a laugh riot. That's what it was. Yeah. Yes. A yeah. riot says <laughs> Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> 600 Jacksonville teenagers. Uh, a pre-arranged riot. <laughs> yes. Oh. I love that band. So, uh, <laughs> Pacific Rim. Yeah. 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 It's everything <laughs> you wanted in that movie. Yes, it is. It, it, it's tough for a movie to come out. And it's it's not... Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, it's tough for a movie to come out and us to be as hyped as we were. And then you go see it, and it's every bit as good, if not more. I mean, you tell us giant robots fighting giant monsters, and we're like, yes, we're in. Sign us up. That is what we want. And then the, it, it had everything going against it to suck in some way, mm-hmm. except that it didn't. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's that's the strongest testament I can say to a movie is like, for us to have as much built up in anticipation to this movie as there was. And then you go and it's like, my mind is still hurts from being that overjoyed yeah. for yeah. two hours. Well, it's got a, it's got a really good cast and it's really well executed and they, they give you what you want. And they also do a few things like really, really artistically. Like they don't go through the, they don't like force this bullshit love story into the um, uh, Mako and the other dude. No, they like don't. they just they are two people who are interested in each other, and that's as far as they really go. Like they they build a connection and they're interested in each other, and they let that just kind of happen, you know. And 
And I'm not even sure they were really supposed to be in love, or if they're just like no, they they're just they're they're just at the end. He's, like, he said he didn't want it to yeah. be like that. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's kind of like a, it's like a bro sis thing, sort yeah. of almost. It's maybe. it's something. It's it's yeah. an emotional connection between two people, and that's all they do with it. Yep. Like that's that's so fucking perfect. You never find that in giant action movies. They're gonna shoehorn yeah. some fucking relationship, regardless of you know of reason. There's just because you do that in a movie. you have to have it. Right. And no, you don't have to have it. Yeah. I mean, if you have two people that like and respect each other, that's that's as much as you really need. Um, yeah, to And they me, don't do any crazy fetishize, fetishization with her character either, which is, which is awfully nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to me, it feels like that movie, like the studio just didn't fuck with it. They're like, do Somehow. what you want to do. Like, And Gravity is much the same way, where it's like, the director has all the power in making that. And it yeah. feels like nobody took it away from him to go, well, you got to kind of sex her up a little bit. Cause <laughs> yeah. she's, you know, we need, we need some TNA or something in this movie. You know, yeah. like there's no, there's not like <laughs> freaking star Trek into darkness where it's like, we got Alice Eve. We better get her in her underwear at some point. Right. Uh, Sandra yeah. Bullock was kind of in her underwear for, Good bit. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying, like you know. Yeah, but when but you're in space, when you got to go from I one spacesuit to another, you're going to be in your saying, it wasn't well, alien talk. It wasn't like Google look at Sandra Bullock's yeah, booty. But I, I was referring more to Pacific Rim. <laughs> I, yes. Okay. So, yeah. I just for me was with Pacific Rim. I saw the very first trailer that came out. Had no idea what the movie was. I was just like, okay, Del Toro. I, I like his work. Let's see what he does. And I was watching this trailer. And I'm like, okay, giant monster movie, whatever. And then it was like. And then we made robots to fight the monsters. And I was like, fuck, yes, we did. I will watch this movie. Bring it out now. And I didn't, I refused to watch anything else. I was sold from that point. I was like, I don't care who's in this. I don't want to see another clip from this. We fucking built robots to fight those monsters. That's the best premise I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to that movie. That's all I knew. And then I sat there for two hours and plus whatever it was and just was like, yeah, they are doing, I want robots fighting monsters. That's what they're doing. And this is really well done and it looks great. And holy crap. You know, you're you're giving it number two over number one is, is fine and completely excusable. I don't have a problem with that. But to say the the lack of commercialization, mm-hmm. the watered down for the masses, if you will, the love story, whatever people tend to latch onto in a movie, I I had one of those parent situations where we were like, we watched Pacific Rim, and 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 when it was over, I was like, is that it? And I I like I felt every molecule in my body. <laughs> about to explode like to come unglued just be like is that it like is is that it the possibly the largest spectacle movie (laughs) i've ever seen in my life is that it we set off a nuke in another dimension (laughs) i was just like did you need to go bigger i mean what is wrong with you what is wrong with people is that it like i yeah really that monster with the ship yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I'm just saying, yeah. like, there could be a lot of responses to that movie of like, that's not my kind of thing, or but is that it? I've heard that. Is that I've heard it? that people have said that to me when I've like said Pacific Rim is really really good. They're like, I watched that. Is that is that really all there? Am I missing something? I'm like, yeah, you're missing something, you're, but you're, you're you are yeah, missing something. It's some molecules in your brain. Yeah, I think I I don't know if it's people are trained to think like, all right, well where's the part where we send our army of robots to the other dimension to fight everything in the big and final some battle shitty CG yeah. extravaganza. Where's the CG of, orgy? Of where every, every hundred or so are doing the exact same motion as the yeah. other hundred. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm wondering if that's what people that have that reaction are expecting. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I cannot understand how 
you can have something that just feels that right with scale. Like mm-hmm. when when Gypsy Danger crashes onto the beach in Alaska, and you're like, "Holy fuck, that is a giant fucking robot!" Yep. <laughs> it's, I, the, I, it's, it's the just, first movie of its kind that's gotten scale right. Yeah. I mean, really yeah. to the point of just wow, someone really thought this out. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, but we've talked about Transformers this movie a lot. movies. Wish they were that movie. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. You know. Yeah. No, they don't. They're laughing all the way to the bank with their yeah, but, bazillions of dollars. Yeah, but he doesn't care about artistry. I guess. Yeah. Well, he well that's what sells <laughs> apparently. So yeah. I don't know. Just yeah. yeah, I had more fun in ten minutes of that movie than I had in any of the three Transformers movies. I, I just don't know people with that reaction of is that it? I, I don't know what what do you feed them? Do you feed them Man of Steel and that fucking CGI bukake that it gives you at the end of that movie? Or <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I what, don't know. What is it? I mean, I, I don't I don't uh, understand what people want. I don't know. The, I I think those people are either just being contrarian or they just don't know what they want. Well, and they didn't find it there, but they wanted more of something. Pacific Rim is very atypical. It is not your standard. A section, B section, C section with romance and jokes and, you know, it, it, it's it's very, you know, it, it, it unstructured, you might say, throughout that entire movie. It's not like it's, it's not structured like a Sid Field screenplay that they teach you to mm-hmm. write. It's, it's all over the place. But that's what's great about it because the situation is so hectic mm-hmm. and unpredictable and they don't know what's coming and they don't know what's happening. That's what makes that movie good. For people like us who watch 200, 300 movies a year, you don't want the same thing all the time. Or seven. <laughs> he watched other movies. Yeah. They just weren't out this oh, year. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's great. But- so I guess it gets our unofficial overall oh, yeah. golden jocks. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've averaged it gets our in official. the past. Even yeah. if that movie, I got to say, even if that it's movie was terrible, we would kind of have to like give it a golden jocks just by default. The fact that there are actual <laughs> sure. robot jocks references yeah. in the movie, like mm-hmm. if that had been the worst thing this year, would be like, well, yeah, still, got to, no. still, still got a golden jocks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad it didn't come to that. Exactly. It's yeah. still awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. So there you go. Yep. Um, we have emails and stuff, but we're saving them for next week. Yeah. We got next a year, to talk sir. about. Next oh year. yeah, we're gonna yeah, wait a whole year. Next year. Yeah, right. But, yeah. So there we go. <laughs> Pacific Rim. Congratulations. Yep. If you made it this far, you're not again talking in contact with us. So. Yep. Yeah. Websites and buttons. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. But let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast out. See you next, See you next year. year. Happy New Year, everybody. Here's see you in 14. Exercise. Do stuff. Don't eat pork. Pork on Christmas. What? Did you say war on Christmas? No, eat pork on Christmas. I don't know. I did eat pork on Christmas. I did too. I had ham. Fuck yeah, ham. Honey baked ham. Spiral bacon on Christmas. That is the shit. Why the hell don't we eat more ham? I don't know. I'm serious. I've had so much ham in the last week. I'm ham crazy. I know you are. Like we, now, guys, we shouldn't need an excuse to eat a giant ass ham. No, man. no, ass I didn't ham. have ham on Christmas. What'd you have? What hamburgers? N- no, oh. I I had Cornish Jerky. game hens, well, but I put you? motherfucking bacon on. Okay, okay. Right. I was about to say, oh, yeah. fine, Canadian. <laughs> yeah, what is this pulled it out the last second. <laughs> Socialist. Oh man, <laughs> I I bought four. I, but really.
cooked four birds ham. at the same time. Ham. ham. And I had some... big hawk of ham. I, yeah. I, <laughs> ham hawks. I've had plenty of ham in the Christmas it? week. <laughs> I'd eat it. It'd be delicious. Oh. Where are you going, Chuck? We're, we're bantering. I know. All right. I'm getting, 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 getting our ham banter. Yeah. Hamter. I like the stand. New Hampshire. I really, like, I can't wait for Easter now because I want to eat a fucking ham. Hey, you know what? You can eat ham whenever you want. Uh, you can eat ham on New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 ham. yeah ham, ham and uh, black eyed peas, right? That one. Be like, oh, yeah. Hey, hon, you know what we need? Ham. Another ham. ham. <laughs> ham. More ham. More ham. <laughs> the ham store. <laughs>